<laughs> you ever thrown up cold stuff? Never. No. Oh, God. Never. I've, I've done it. I've done it. That's because I was already way too drunk, more drunk than I should have been. And then I had just fucking thrown down a Takati. And then I just went outside. I was like, Bleh! and that Takati <laughs> came right back out. And it was still cold. I was like, mm, refreshing. <laughs> All right, we're rolling now. <laughs> you should leave that in. I'm gonna. Cold vomit stories are always great. Welcome to the Irrelevant and Illiterate Podcast. I am Fat Oatmeal Tits. That is dead balls across the street from me there. This is episode... What? 16. 16. We're joined by my good friend Phil Perenni of New Jersey's Ground, one of the best bands working right now, who just opened for Dead Guy, so fuck you. <laughs> Again. I have... I've had... I've been doing, playing in bands since I was 16, and I've been seeing Dead Guy since I was about 15, 16, and that was one of my bucket list bands to play with. And yeah, and you... And guess what? You beat me fucking to it, dude. You fucking piece of shit. How are you? Not bad. How about you? I'm not bad. You still Italian? Yeah, still Italian. Gross. Sadly. My <laughs> uh, uh, own. <laughs> so, um, before Tom picked me up today, I was watching murder shows with my mother, okay? You ever watch the murder shows, like the detective shows, the first 48? Where are you talking? The what? mic's over there. Turn the mic towards yourself. Are you going to step on my dick every time I try to tell a story? If we can't hear the story, what's the point? God damn it. You're a fucking... There you go. You're a nag. That's what you fucking are, dude. You're going to make someone a very awful wife one day. <laughs> Anywho, so I'm watching murder shows with my mom. You ever watch the murder shows? All right. So, it was about... It's like one of those hour-long ones. And we're like 40 minutes in. And I keep looking at this group. This lady, she was a manager of a Roy Rogers. That got, she got stabbed after work. And she was, like, just as hot as Ginger, right, in the reenactments of, like, the lady who was playing her in, like, the reenactments. I was like, damn. Mm. All right. Yeah, we have Will Rogers got some managers up. <laughs> and then it, like, it flashed to the picture of, like, uh, what she actually looked like. And I've never been more angry in my life. <laughs> Wait, were you crushing on the reenactor? Yeah. I was okay. like, but I figured at least, like, when you cast a reenact, a re- like, a reenactment, they should look. Like the other person, At but least this girl had strawberry blonde hair, like that real reddish blonde hair. The girl, the actual real life girl, had that platinum hair where it looked like it was almost silver. They had this completely different facial structure. <laughs> like the girl in the reenactment was wearing glasses. The girl in the picture was not wearing glasses. Like nothing matched up. I'm just like they didn't even try. Like, you're That's not, not even close. You're taking a lot of fucking freedoms with a dead girl. I was like. Did you go to her family? Like, look, we're going to tell your daughter's story and get it out there so people can, you know, maybe play it safe and avoid getting themselves getting murdered. Oh, by the way, your daughter's a fucking dog, and we're going to place her with this fucking eight over here. Are you cool with that? And you're like, mom and dad are like, we loved our daughter, but she was a bit rough on the eyes. You know, just like... That's what I was about to ask you. What would you give the real manager at a one out of ten scale? Um... Well, the murder took place in the 80s, so accounting for, like, you know, the the bangs, the feathered-out hair and shit, for Roy Rogers' manager, a 10. Wow, If she okay. was, like, working, like, a real, like, 9-to-5-er suit-and-tie job, she'd probably she'd still be a 7. 7. But, like, the girl in the reenactment, seriously, like, do you know that actress Christina Hendricks? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh, do I know like absolutely. Christina Hendricks? Look like her. I was like, this is night and day. This one looks like Debbie Gibson. This one looks like Christina Hendricks. I was like, God damn. I was like, 
Like, did you even try? Like, you couldn't find any girl that could just stand... All that she really had to do was either lay on the ground looking like a corpse or pretend she was working on Rue Rogers. I'm like, you couldn't find any actress that could do that and slightly look like this girl here? It's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. If you touch that one more fucking time, you fucking pest. <laughs> At least I didn't say anything. You're a pest, dude. It doesn't matter. You bug me. <laughs> you fucking bug Bzz. me. Get, Get out. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here right now. So, um, I know you probably don't listen to this show because you probably have better things to do with your time, Phil. But uh, you actually made my uh, best of 2022, bud. It's true. How does really? it, how, do you, how do you feel about having Yeah. Sadly, you weren't number one. Napalm Death beat you out. Understandable. But you were number two to Napalm Death, which is still saying something. That's cool. This is your second album you've done with them? With yeah. Brown? How do you feel about this record? Are you, more, are you more proud of it than More Innocence? Yeah, I like it more than the last one. To be honest, this is the third recording I ever sang on. Before this, I played bass on everything. You hear um, that, Mayo? He said that all the records suck. <laughs> this is the only good thing you've ever done. It, it seems like people like More Innocence more, though. Gotta be honest. I don't like it more. I'm more used to it because I've listened to it over and over and over again for a long I've only had habitual self-abuse for a couple months. So I'll revisit that same question in time. But Yeah, only time will tell. There's a lot of like, think of like your favorite band and they'll put out a new record and you'll like it. But of course, you're not immediately going to like it as much as something that came before it. Mm-hmm. But once you know, you got like your hundredth listen under your belt. Or it's been like five years or so since it came out. You're all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I kind of like this almost just as much or more than. It becomes your new favorite. Yeah. Theirs, yeah. Yeah, it's not the same as the one that came before, but do you want? You don't want that either. Mm-mm. You don't want your favorite band, you know, to fucking just keep churning out the same fucking record. I've thought about that a lot because well, like a band will put out your favorite thing, period. Yeah. And it can always be your favorite, but as a fan of that band, they'll put out something that's way better. Yeah. And then you acknowledge that and you're like, you know what? I like this way more. Like, that's still your favorite. But you're like, any new record that they've tried new shit on is objectively better. Like, that's actually 100% truth. My favorite band is Helmet. And the album of theirs, everybody screams and yells about is the album. Is Betty. Oh, that's the second album. Yeah, the Valkyrie after that one. Mm -hmm. And at the time, that was my favorite record. And then Aftertaste came out and I really liked it. But I didn't like it more than Betty. But then about, shit, like 10 years later, I'm like, I was just thinking about in my head, like, which one do I go to more? Which one do I listen to more? Which one's in rotation more? Which one do I not skip any tracks at all? As much as I love Betty, there's songs I skip. Mm-hmm. I skip the Silver Hawaiian. I'm sorry. <laughs> I skip Biscuits for some what? I'm sorry. Really? But I do. But, so yeah, then I'm like, wait a minute. I like Aftertaste more. Embedding. And then the other albums came out after. I liked all of them. I like everything they put out. But yeah, just... Your f- favorite record by your favorite band doesn't normally happen. You don't figure it out as soon as it comes out. Rarely. It's after you've been with that band and those records for a good clip of time to realize which one really does hit you the hardest. And then you've seen them a couple times too, usually. Yeah. So while I, while I love More Innocence, it's a great record... I'm not going to 
compare it or say it's better or worse than habitual self-abuse until I have more time with habitual self-abuse. But I don't really need to play favorites with it. No. You know, it's like, it's not like, not to be a dick, it's not like you have like 37 albums. No. So. Better off that way. (laughs) Yeah. How did you end up joining that? Because the first time I saw Ground was at this venue. I don't don't remember what the fuck it was called, but they opened up for Siege. Yeah, I was. And uh, I was like, and the next time I saw them pretty much was a couple months later down the line and you were singing for them. I was like, why is Phil in this band now? I had no idea what happened. How the fuck did you end up doing that? Yeah, so pretty much it was an accident, for lack of better words. I remember that Gerard Hall show with Siege. That was sweet. That's what it was? Yeah. It was in Philly. Yep. Yeah, you had to go to Um, Pretty much, I was a fan of the band for five years. And then John Singer didn't want to do it anymore because he was too busy. And uh, probably just got sick of mayo, understandably. (laughs) (laughs) Not really, but... um, (laughs) So, yeah, after just hanging around them for five years. I played bass in this stupid band called Inhale before that. And right before our last show, our singer fucked off to D.C. just out of nowhere. So we had a last show booked. We didn't have a singer. So I sang at that show. And somehow Mayo saw the video and was like, you want to try out for ground? And at first I was like, I can't do that. (laughs) But then I said, "Eh, it's worth a shot. And it worked out and... Here we are six years later. Know. Yeah, you just put out a great record. So, did, so did, he, did he fuck off to DC around maybe January six? <laughs> no, this was long <laughs> before <laughs> that. Right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's been long back in New Jersey, and he actually works for the state government now. So, cop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, he's a fucking fed. Don't trust him, dude. He was trying to bring ground down to the ground. Mm. But yeah, that that's really just it was an accident for the most part. Jesus Christ. So also, I gotta break your balls about something else here. Sure. I've seen you guys like a million times. You guys are a great live band. Do you ever have when are you gonna pull Mayo aside and be like, Look, you gave me the job, I'm the front man now. Shut the fuck up when when we're on stage. It's my turn. That's already happened, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, shortly after that show at Ort Leaves that you were at, where you were drunk off your ass. What? You, <laughs> you were speaking Me? more than any front man there. That's, <laughs> he was acting like a son of dude, a bitch. That, hap- that happens when I'm sober, too. I'm pretty sure John Lowe told you to shut the fuck up at one point. John Lowe tells me to shut the fuck up a lot. I mean, it's, that's, at, that's par for the course for Jordan, but when John opens his mouth... Oh, no, John tells me to shut the fuck up a lot. That's eh, fair. He tells me that and to stop eating all his fruit snacks. <laughs> but he del- brings delicious fruit snacks to fucking band practice. What do you want from me? I'm only human, John. It's the Welch's <laughs> ones. They're not all sugary. Oh, Those things are man. fucking good. They are, dude. Yeah. I was like, yo, give me more fruit snacks. And he's like, stop eating all the fruit snacks. But yeah, after the Ortlieb show, I said to Mayo, like, yeah, I should probably talk more. And he's like, yeah, yeah you should. So we kind of worked it out since. Yeah, yeah but it's like, dude. Like, Mike, you're not letting him get a fucking word in edgewise. Uh, that's what it used to be. I used to try to talk, and he would talk over me. So eventually I said, okay, you can talk between songs. <laughs> Feel like, this next song. Dude, nothing this, worse this than a fucking song? guitar player with a mic. This next I'm song sorry. is, is about, about... <laughs> Like, Jesus, man, give him a fucking minute. Yeah, he's a really social guy. He can't he help is, himself. 
I love your fucking drummer. I have no idea what his name is, but I love that fucking dude. Oh, Zach? He looks like he just crawled out of a campground. <laughs> and for some reason, I think I think it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good look, dude. He looks like he lives in a camper at a campground, like, year-round. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I always thought he looked like your stereotypical uh, HVAC guy. Oh, true, too. And that's what he is, so it works out. Like, no matter how often he does laundry, he still has all those same stains on his jeans. Still dirty <laughs> yeah. as shit, yeah. <laughs> still looking tired. Bays and Gojo, but still has dirty fingernails, yeah. <sighs> has lava soap in the house. <laughs> <laughs> has it on his belt. <laughs> that shit is magnificent. That's why I don't it have really is. paint on my fingernails, baby. The green shit, I love that shit. Oh, fucking Christ. See, no wonder Mike talks so much. Phil's a fucking dud over here. So, um, <laughs> so people are telling you, like, to your face, that More Innocence is a better record? Not to my face. You could just tell. And in all honesty, I thought so at first, too. Um, I've only really had that comparison you made earlier about, like, oh, I started to like it more the more I listened to it. Yeah. The dude who put the record out, apparently when we first sent him habitual self-abuse, he admitted later on, like, yeah, at first I was like, damn, this is kind of a letdown. And then he's like, I think I like it more now. And I was like, well, thanks, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you kind of do want that honesty from a dude who puts out your shit. Oh, it's his money, so. Yeah. And other bands' <laughs> shit. And at least he didn't, like, yeah, I wasn't really into it. And I'm still not. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so uh, you want to buy these other 50 copies <laughs> off me? <laughs> How the fuck did you get on a dead guy show? That they just asked us. Dead that guy was really asked it. No. Uh, the promoter? Oh. Someone Jeez. with Decibel Christ. asked us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brag. Uh, it, you, that's Mayo, not me. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like Mayo's got the connections, I guess. I guess I gotta be nicer to Mayo. He's the resident Apparently. cool guy in the band. Uh, it's because he wears those flat rim hats, dude. <laughs> well, his name has alliteration to it. Oh, that's true, too. Also. Well, so does Phil's. That's true. But he has that one thing going, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this Mediterranean fuck over here. <laughs> you handsome olive skin, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you swarthy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you amorate right into my heart. Speaking of things that amorate right into my heart, other than cholesterol, um, I was looking at, uh, you know how no matter what you look at on... Like Instagram, like my main things I look at Instagram. There's two things: cooking shows hosted by kids with Down syndrome. <laughs> it's true. He's, he sends me a lot. And, and yo, for real, check out it's uh getting down with Sean and Marley. It's a great fucking page, dude. And there's another one. I forget the name of it, but this is this kid that just grills. It's just kid with Down syndrome just grilling shit. He's the fucking man. And each video, like it's a different. It's all of the same shit. It's some kind of meat patty. With gravy on it, but one of the he, he, he yells each of his steps. He's like making the burger. And then like, but one of the steps he's always goes washing my damn hands <laughs> every every and every time. Smart. It just fucking gets me. So I either watch that stuff or Norwich Terrier videos. So, but somehow my algorithm still comes up with those stupid videos where it's like some girl with a gigantic ass. And she's like got like this. She's waving like a pan over her stove. Like, would you let her cook you breakfast? And it has like her at on it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, first off, that pan's empty, so she's probably stupid. <laughs> but so I'm looking at. I'm like, 
first off, no. I'm not a breakfast person. I'm more of a early lunch guy. And I'm like, that ass is so big. Do you think those girls have wiping problems? I used to think that when I was younger and I started to notice how huge black girls' asses were compared to white girls. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder how that is on the toilet. Especially those, like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, like, Walmart-bodied people. Oh, dude. I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah. Imagine the dumps they take. The Walmart whiteies, dude? When they can't even fit on the fucking jazzy scooters? Exactly. Oh, man. But here's the thing. Those ladies, even if they had smaller or more like the white lady secretary spread shelf ass, you'd still imagine her to have like streaks on her underwear. But I'm talking about those girls that are like fucking these, those fucking gorgeous girls that have like just wearing tiny ass shorts. Do you ever think like, they probably have skid marks too. Oh yeah, they're human. They must. I mean, because their arms are normal sized. So just to get around back to the portal, (laughs) it takes a lot. So unless she has a bidet or like a rag on a stick, Bart Simpson style, (laughs) it's like, like how much would it bum you out? Like all of a sudden, like you just fucking somehow you talked it up with one of these girls and you're going home from the bar with her and like you wake up in the morning, you're like, man, I can't believe I pulled that shit off. And you look down, there's her panties right there to buy your shoes. (laughs) <laughs> and it just looks like someone was off-roading in them. It's just like, dun, Jesus dun, 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 Christ. That's got to be, or like, you know, after those little stupid photo shoots where they're wearing like little, like they're wearing like tiny boxer shorts while they're pretending to cook or whatever the fuck they're pretending to do in the video. Like they got, the guy's like, all right, well, we'll take the wardrobe back now and you can go put your street clothes on and shit. And they're just like, yeah, no problem. hands it back. And the guy's just like, the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, we gotta damage a pair out. <laughs> like, why is there clumps of grass in it? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? My God, what you're talking about actually brought back a really bad memory from when I was younger. You're yeah. gonna like this. Uh, probably 2012 or 13, I worked at Staples when I was yeah. in college, and I worked with a bunch of fucking degenerates there. So I went to Atlantic City with them one time. I was like freshly 21, 22, and one of them picked up a hooker. They all had a room. We all slept in said room. He went back to the room with the hooker. So we came back at the end of the night, and they're just sitting in there watching TV. He's got his clothes back on. (laughs) She's naked. Okay. I paid for this time. (laughs) You're going to sit here, (laughs) and you're going to watch Jewel of the Nile with me. (laughs) Naked. I don't know why she didn't move on to her next person, but that's besides the point. So I walk in. I'm drunk as fuck. And I mean, I could probably guess why. She, I hope you guys will come back with some money, too. She takes, she takes a look at all of us and gets up to get her clothes to leave. So as she's leaving, she slides to the edge of the bed. And she's got that big Walmart ass, like yeah. you said. I swear to God. We flicked the lights on. There was a fucking skid mark right across yes! the comforter. Hell Everyone yeah. started screaming. I, I slept in my car after that. It was done. <laughs> I would have hit that shit like a line of fucking yak, dude. Never went out with those guys again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would hit that. Sh- I would hit that shit like it was Tony Montana's desk, dude. It's like. That's fucking great. Just left a fucking oil spill on the sheets. It was one of those things you looked at and you had to like second guess, like, shit, is this real? Shit, that is real shit. Like, was, she, was she wearing muddy boots? Oh, Maybe that's why she got up and left so early. Because she was like probably enjoying a nice program with her with her John. You mean to tell me she wasn't booked out for the night with other clients? <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. my God. I've been propositioned 
at Atlantic City, and I'm not a man of standards at all, you know. And Atlantic City, like some things will come, just like, oh, you know, how you doing tonight, baby? And I'm just like, oh, it's just there's some creatures, dude. Oh yeah. But I don't. If you only have like thirty five dollars in your pocket at the time, you know, it's a bargain. You do what you gotta do. And it's not like you gotta clean the sheets. Not in a not, hotel yeah. motel situation. No. Someone, someone's a whale has got to do it. When she's not making her own homemade salsa or her TikTok <laughs> videos, she's fucking got to clean those sheets. Can you imagine what the cleaning crew in some of those hotels like see? Do you know I what? Can. I didn't learn this until recently. Like I've been like hoteling and shit. Like when we go out on, when I would go out on tours and stuff like that. I didn't know you're supposed to tip the staff. Are you supposed to? It's, it's, we're not, you don't have to tip any, most people technically, but it's, it's, it's the thing that a lot of people do is they tip the, uh, the cleaning ladies that come in after you leave the room. Oh, like leave them like a 10 or something? Like a 10 or a 20 or something like that. And I've left some hotel rooms in some real disarray. I'm not talking (laughs) about like, I'm not like shitting and barfing all over, well, I've thrown up in bathtubs before, but it's mostly just like, it's just things thrown all over the place like you know towels everywhere and stuff like that but i didn't know you were supposed to do that so so the all the time i've been playing music out of state i've been a shitbag and not tipping these people well apparently me too that was news to me just now yeah i was today years old when i learned that. yeah <laughs> that sounds like something my mom would do and just not tell anybody about it so i've never i don't think i've ever learned that until now i've heard of people tipping uh, staff in like nice, nice hotels. Like I'd be more inclined to do it in shittier hotels. Uh, fair. Because I figure the nicer places they're actually getting paid a wage. Maybe. It's true. Yeah, it's true. They could also be making twelve dollars an hour like everybody else. Yeah. Just because the hotel is nice doesn't mean that they're a fan of paying their employees well. I mean, as long as they're not like following me out the door, shaking their head and looking at me like, "What did you do?" <laughs> And like, I'll give them money. Why? I had no, I have, like, I have no problem tipping them. I have no problem with the concept of tipping them. I just didn't yeah. know that that was something you should do. Me, I simply didn't know. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, no clue. And I always pride myself on tipping well. Yeah, same. I mm-hmm. try. Like 20% minimum all the time. Sometimes even more than that. I usually will go more because it's easier to do the math. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really bad at math. So I was like, well, it's kind of 50 bucks, you know, so... <laughs> So now I'm like, fuck! Like I felt like guilty as shit for like a while. So now I'm I've made made up. Next time I'm in La Quinta, I'm fucking dropping <laughs> some cash, dude. But but also I steal towels every time I go. Why wouldn't you? Because they're the best towels. Nothing's better than when you're on stage the next day. It's hot as fuck in that venue. Then you got a and you got a towel. fresh, fresh fucking towel. towel. That's, oh, a, that's a great point. That is one of the highlights of my life. I never even thought to do that. I will actually seek out the cart that they push around with all the toiletries and the bedding and stuff on it and take the, I don't take like the big bath towels. I take like the hand towels and of shit. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So you're just like up there, like it's a gross ass dingy venue. You got grit in the back of your neck. Just, ah, oh, it's a game changer. Man, I was doing it wrong all these years. Who mm. knew? Tour towels, dude. So yeah, I haven't been fucking. So next time ground goes out, you better be tipping my abuela when she's cleaning up your fucking oil slicks off the sheets. That's somebody's Tia. Yeah. 
And I guarantee you, your fucking drummer leaves some fucking oil selects, dude. Yeah, definitely the he, most likely. He's definitely a Valdez, dude. He's he's fucking he's fucking up some golfs. He's fucking up some golfs. I think there's some fucking baby seals getting scrubbed down after he gets in there, dude. Absolutely. It's Don, yeah, Dawn's stock goes like this. Yeah, but yeah, no, but I was just thinking about it. That it's funny, like because you said there's like those ladies that shop at Walmart that big old asses. I expect them to have shit stings. I expect it. I would be more shocked to take one of them home, pull her panties off, and not see one. And it's just pristine. Just squeaky but, clean. But when it's some fucking, what do you call them? What do the kids call them these days? Those thoughts? You know? Like, you get one of them home, and all of a sudden she's like, ah, hee, And like she pulls them shits down, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, who melted a Lindor truffle in your <laughs> underwear? You fucking... Now, that being said, you get one of them home. And you do pull them down. And there is the melted Lindor truffle. Or even like half a Toblerone just chilling in her fucking shorts. Do you proceed? Mm, Absolutely not. Yeah, it, it super depends. I ask one. I would ask her one question first before I made my decision. How do you feel about shower sex? <laughs> Fair enough. I've been a pile of garbage before. And I, I'm not a, I'm not a, opposed to that. And before the, anything took place, I'd be like, oh, could you bend over and get that thing there? And then I would make sure like the shower has like, pointed like, right at her. <laughs> I think your, I broke a chair. I think that was your phone. No, might maybe. Have, I don't my spine. <laughs> oh, fuck me. But, yeah, so. So, everybody, next time you're look, scrolling through Instagram, think about the shit stains and those girls' fucking things there. Dude, you know what comes through my feed constantly now on Instagram? What? Speaking of that. Is girls with massive tits like shaking somehow, and their tits are like clearly moving around a lot under their oh shirt. jelly jugs yeah something yeah. like that. It's always in my feed. I'm not that <laughs> how I'm could that possibly have happened? I don't know. It's the weirdest thing, dude. I fucking love that. Pregnancy titties are the best part, dude. It looks like there was those old fucking water snake toys you used to get when you were a little kid, like the ones like water balloons. Ah. Oh. Those things are great, where, like, the girl stops moving, but the, they still just fucking have waves going through them for, like, a good solid 30 seconds afterwards. It's like a fucking water bed or it's something. It's fucking great, yeah. Jeez, yeah. remember water beds? How do people that grew up with water beds have straight spines now? I only they ever seen don't. one. <laughs> they, they can't possibly. I only I, ever even seen one in my lifetime. I slept on one in front of this kid. Uh. It's funny as shit, because uh, where I went to middle school, across the <laughs> there's my middle school and there's train tracks. And then there's a trailer park. And that trailer park was where my best friend at the time lived. And we would dip out of school and go over across the street to the trailer park. And I would just sleep over his house all the time. He had the water bed? Everybody in the house had, like, water beds. (laughs) Go figure. House had water beds. (laughs) And so I'm thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing wrong at my house where we all have normal box springs and shit like that? And these guys have water beds, like Hugh Hefner or some shit. Dude, those things are awful. Especially for a little fat fuck. Trying to get in and out of one where you got to piss. <laughs> you got to just like <laughs> roll like over. Wiggle out. You had to, I had to roll over all the way to the side of the bed and then kind of fall out. You have to somehow generate momentum. Exactly. From a not solid base. It's Ex- impossible. Exactly. It's fucked up. I'm like, I'm not built for that, dude. Like, geez. You can't. There's there's nothing. To, God. Yeah, I don't see the use for a water bed. My back would be fucking jacked if I slept on one of those. I mean, my back's jacked as now. It's already. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't understand. Yeah. But back to the fucking Instagram girls. What I found it on, there was this fucking Instagram page I used to fucking love. It's called Look at This Russian. I love that page. 
oh, it's fucking fantastic. It used to be like dudes fighting bears. Yeah. Like babu- traffic incidents. Babushkas like walking down the street, <laughs> you know, just fucking fighting other babushkas and shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's, it changed over to those like, would you let at Titty Girl 420 bake you a cake? And you're just like, it depends on the cake. And it was funny as shit is that. All the comments underneath it, normally it's like some really gross dudes, mostly from India, not saying anything, just saying. They're like, beautiful, come over, yum, you know, it's like that. The most desperate of people. Yes. But this one, all the comments were like, she's clearly not Russian. (laughs) If, like, this was outside in, like, 18 feet of snow and there was a bear chasing her, maybe. (laughs) And shit like that. If she was, like, ice fishing or if she was slaughtering seals, you know, wearing their pelts. And it's like... People were revolting against ants and titties over, for Russia. You see, this is one of those instances where gatekeeping is necessary. <laughs> Get them the fuck off this page. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's like my love of uh, Down Syndrome kids cooking shit. Like, if I went on one of them, all of a sudden, was like, would you let this person do this? I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. She doesn't look downsy to me. Mm-mm. She can't make me shit. Her. Not one bit. Does that make me a bad person for liking Down Syndrome cooking shows? No, I think it makes you progressive in a way. Oh. I could see that. You're ahead yeah. of the curve. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be the next big thing, sadly. It should be. Because, Why sadly? Because people are going to fucking take advantage of them kids. It's true. You think they give a fuck about getting paid off of their content? Or do you think they want to make sweet-ass chicken burgers? It's true. He does love him some chicken burgers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Clayton's World. I love that. <laughs> fucking great, he's, he's greatest page in the world. So much joy. I like that. I, I just, love that kid. I gotta know, like, what drove you to look up down, people with Down syndrome cooking? Phil, do you know how the internet works? I know how the internet Sometimes, works, I, but you, usually... I don't have the search at it. Usually it starts it with an idea is the thing. <laughs> the content comes to you. Sometimes. You, you click on it, you're in the, you're in the matrix, dude. They're going to throw that shit into your algorithm. Next thing you know, somebody sent page. me a video and it was like an old, like a 19, like a late eighties TV show from the UK. And it was about this kid, this mentally retarded kid. I don't know what kind of ism he had, but he ate too much breakfast and his tummy hurt. And then like some little, another mentally retarded, like angel popped up out of his shoulder it was like, I'm giving you bran flakes to clean your stomach out. And like, so I watched this video. This is when I first got Instagram. I probably watched it about 50 times are you in talk- a week. Are you talking about breakfast? Breakfast! That one. Breakfast. Yeah. And the, the other, the devil was also, uh-huh. had some mental problems. That, that, that video is ingrained in my head like a tattoo. So I watched it like repeatedly over and over <laughs> and over again. And then I guess all of a sudden. Did you like it? Oh, fuck yeah, I did. That's why. Then all of a sudden Instagram was just like. Here you oh, go. I see what this dude likes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You gotta weed through some really bad ones, but there's some of them. Yeah. There's some of them you really feel bad about, but then there's some of them that you're just like, dude, to be that level of fucking happy. Yes. Again, joy. Because I haven't been happy since probably 1991. So the look that these kids' faces when they're just fucking making like hash browns on Instagram, I'm like, dude. He's so fucking happy. He's wearing Crocs. He's got a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt on. He doesn't give a fuck about nothing. It's just, it's jealousy is what it is. That's, I can see that. That's truly why it's envy. It is, dude. Yeah. 
Like, I hope there's not, like, some family member taking advantage of them. They got it. There has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Because, yeah. like, honestly, not to be a dick, you can't really trust them with a shit ton of money. It doesn't mean anything. To honestly, me. it would be fun. It means cool nothing. Cool to see what they do with the money. That's true. Probably like, something really cool if like, you think buy, like, about it. Like, five dirt bikes? Or yeah. because they're so pure. Five. Because they're so bikes. pure, something really nice. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just gave it away. I don't want it. It's like, you bought yourself a dirt bike? It's like, no, I bought you a dirt bike. Oh. And then you're like <laughs> fucking love bombed by this angel. Exactly. So, yeah, so these special little X-Men, I love watching their videos <laughs> on fucking Instagram and shit like that. I just, I love them. Because they're so fucking happy and I'm so fucking not. So, it is the perfect thing when you're feeling like shit to look at them and how much fun they're having on the, oh, dude, it's so good. It just makes you happy. Dude, my my cousin, one of my cousins in Florida, Caleb, shout out to him. Caleb he has he has downs, and he yeah. he became like a fucking like star wrestler in high school. Oh fucking a, dude! He's strong as fuck. It's terrifying. We had I don't know how this worked out, but in our high school, the, this kid was actually like two two grades ahead of me, which is weird. But he was just mentally retarded. I don't know what's the technical term for that. Is it Down syndrome? It changes palsy? all the time. I don't, I don't know, know which one he had. His Some, name was his name was Chris Corso. He was fucking. He rode the same bus as me too, because he lives one street over. Shocker. <laughs> but this this kid, no no bullshit, would fall asleep every day on the way home from school, and like he's talking out man. How the bus would move. His like his head was constantly just smashing the window. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, you're making it worse. But he actually held Delaware's record. Briefly held Delaware's record for the deadlift. Oh, man. He goes. He was, like, putting up, like, 400 fucking pounds. And he was how small? He Actually, he what? Normally, those guys are shorter. He was, for them, what this is kind of all. He's probably, like, was, like, 5'8". I mean, like, weight-wise, how big was he? He Regular he, size? He was, like, a built like a barrel, but he wasn't fat. Okay, so, like, solid. Just broad like shoulder, broad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Real meat and potatoes looking fucking dude. And he was just Caleb is a lot like he's just fucking throwing up weight, dude. He was killing dude, it, dude. He just fu- it was fuck, but this dude was fucking great. I don't know how he ended up in a high school that had no other kids with learning disabilities like that. I don't know how he ended up with us. Well, back in the day, they would just kind of slip through the cracks. No, he. It was obvious with him. There was no mistaking that something wasn't right. But they wouldn't like designate them anywhere else. They just no. throw them in with regular. But uh, regular. People. It was funny. Every Halloween that schooling right? that he was there the years that he he and i were there together he would dress up as the phantom of the opera with like the half mask hell yeah and was constantly walking down the hall going up to girls going i'm ripping the mask off and <laughs> and they're like oh chris and he would like laugh like like you're crazy chris ah. and he would legit get pissed oh man because they weren't getting scared like he's like i'm the fucking phantom of the opera i want these <laughs> Like, you fucking dingbats, don't tell me I'm cute and funny. I'm scary. I'm terrifying. I'm the goddamn Phantom. My first name is Phantom, for Christ's sake. Yeah, and they're like, oh, he's like, no, aw. I I want, ee! You know, just like, I want what I fucking... You know how long I told my mom to make this goddamn costume? And you're just gonna laugh at her fucking sewing abilities? efforts. Fucking... Now I'm mad at those broads, dude. Pieces of garbage. All of them. Taking Chris's joy away. Wherever Chris is, man, I hope he's fucking killing it, dude. Absolutely. But yeah, he was like a special Olympian, like champion deadlifter. And like his what he was putting up was just 
fucking ridiculous. Like, the kind of strength, like, a lady gets if, like, a car pins her kid to the floor. Just like, bam! Mm-hmm. So, shout out Chris Corso, dude. The funny thing is, is he got out of high school in f- four years, and I got out of that same high school in five years. <laughs> Took the scenic route. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you little son bitch. Oh, fucking hey, Chris, what do you got for us today, Tom? Oh, I got some news. Oh, news. Where do you want to? Where do you want to start? Do you want to start in finance, or do you want to start in Ashley Babbitt? Oh, you want to do a little follow-up story? Oh shit. To the, now, was she was she the first evil tits segment? First or second? She was. I Are think she was first. She was first. Not familiar with the segment, but don't worry, you will be by the end of this episode. Sick. It's a basically a thing where we find hot evil chicks with big racks and determine if their crimes against humanity would negate us wanting to see their tits again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Ashley Babbitt's mother. Do you know Ashley Babbitt? Uh, January 6th, woman yes. got shot. Yeah, the, She has an incredible rack. Did it, she? She has nudes on the internet. Oh, you have the picture of her tit? Wow, that is a tit. Yeah. Sneaker, right? Yeah, yeah. wasn't wasn't expecting that. You weren't no. expecting that under the Let's Go Brandon t-shirt? Nobody was. No. <laughs> yeah. Ashley you know what else she ba- wasn't expecting? The hole in it? Gunshot to the throat. That second windpipe she, she, she inherited from the Secret Service. <laughs> yeah, there's there's footage of her, if you can find it, like deep in the bowels of Reddit, of her on the um, the stretcher getting wheeled out, no shirt on. Yeah, that thing's like hanging Pretty off the fucking side. Oh I mean, God. she's dead as fuck, but yeah. it's there. Like, you know, at one point, she was, that getting, was the most awful she was shit getting pushed out. <laughs> she getting pushed out on that gurney, and like one of the EMTs was like, Yo, Frank, hold up a minute, and had to pick up the titty and put it back on top of the, the gurney. It's like you kept getting caught under the kept getting like caught under the wheel, rolling. Oh man! All right, but, yeah. so Ashley Babbitt's mom was arrested during a protest outside the Capitol. Oh, I heard this. She didn't want to move from the second anniversary of the deadly insurrection. Deadly being that the yeah. operative word. That is actually a deadly act of patriotism, <laughs> according to the Capitol Police. Ashley Babbitt's 58-year-old mom was among a group of demonstrators illegally blocking traffic on Independence Avenue. The mother was arrested during a protest. Browdy said that. And, yeah, the group did not have a permit to demonstrate on Capitol grounds, hence why Capitol Police in a statement said, we repeatedly told the demonstrators to get out of the road or they'd be arrested. And a woman in the group was given multiple warnings to get out of the road. And she said, instead of getting out of the road, the, the woman refused to leave and turned around with her hands behind her back and asked to be arrested. That she is was, the corniest shit in the entire world. Like, all the things you could do in Washington, Washington, D.C. Washington, Titty. Washington, Titty, C. Washington, Titty, C. To get arrested. Titty, I, C. And you got to fucking beg to get arrested by the Capitol Police who aren't taking any kind of shit these days. She should have just said who she was. Mm-mm. The woman identified was arrested for two capital traffic violations, blocking and obstructing roadways. She was given a citation to re- appear in court at a later date and released. 
Oh, did you ever see Ashley Babbage's driver's license photo? No. It's not relative to the story, but... I still want to see it. I found it, and I pulled it up anyway. Dude, she looks like that hot substitute teacher. Right? Right? The ones that would like let you just watch movies all day instead of actually doing stuff. Seen here in her driver's license photo, she was fatally shot on the day of the insurrection. Uh, she's been portrayed as a martyr by Trump supporters. And, and, and Dennis. And the, <laughs> and the former president himself. Dude... I mean, first off, I don't think Ashley Babbitt's mom could probably ever get, like, a permit to protest. Because they probably, like, see the last name, like, are you by any chance related to uh, Double Windpipes, Ashley? <laughs> She's like, actually, my daughter, actually. Uh, like, directly. Oh. Directly like, related. Oh, no. You know? <laughs> That's going to be a negative on your application. Or if, like, all of a sudden, like, they do pass her, but then all of a sudden there's some Secret Service guy behind her is like, like, I'll take out the whole fucking family tree if I have to. <laughs> oh, wow. It's the same guy. He's the same guy. It's I've like, been waiting for this It's moment. like, look, I took down a younger version of you with bigger titties. Do you think you have any fucking chance against me? So, wait, is her mom stacked, too? Is there a picture of her? That's a, that's a very valid now, question. Now I'm curious. I mean, did she inherit big titties from her dad? Somebody's <laughs> learning how to podcast. Uh, that could happen. <laughs> it's covered by the coat. I can't really tell. That's her in the in the fuzzy one in the front there. Well, do you think Ashley Babbitt's are natural? Gotta oh be. yeah, they, they hang, gotta be really. Hang, look at that. Look well. at that second page. Look at those again. They hang. They hang. I don't know, man. Those are. They hang too well. Yeah, they do got the sag. You wouldn't yeah. pay for that. I mean, that's how you know her mom probably isn't set up that well because if she had what Ashley had at her advanced age in life, those things would be around her belt. They'd be talked into her pockets. <laughs> fucking teacher on South Park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> chokes yeah. on dick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chokes <laughs> on dick, yeah. Dude. If, I don't know, man. Like, you're supposed, I know you're supposed to learn from your parents, but I think parents can also learn from your kids. And if your kid gets shot in the neck trying to protest down in D.C., maybe. Maybe don't go there. Maybe go to Florida <laughs> this year. You know, maybe take a cruise. Go, go to upstate New York in a nice cabin. Go to Mar-a-Lago, maybe. There, there you go. See Donnie himself. He he would greet her like a hero. Give her a free fucking say. free set of those Donald Trump trading cards. Uh huh. Oh shit, yeah, dude. A nice nice eighteen eighteen holes on the the course. Can you believe those cards sold out as quick as they did? I sure can. I mean, I believe it, but at the same time, I don't because it's like I why? did because they <laughs> took the money out of my account the next day. <laughs> <laughs> they were so fucking good. The cowboy ones easily my favorite. Because, you know, it's like, remember how, like, weirded out, like, your grandparents got when, like, the state quarters first came out? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, like, we live in a day and age of more weaponized grandparents. So, it's just like. <laughs> Define that, please. Weaponized grandparents. <laughs> I like that. Don't just throw out weaponized grandparents with no explanation. Yo, like, most people's, like, for me, since I'm older, it's my my parent. He's a little fucking off kilter now once Donye took office and so if so like my grandparents were stoked when like oh we gotta get all 50 of the quarters mm -hmm. but nowadays the grandparents are on like fucking parlor and shit and watching Newsmax so they're weaponized peepaws and meemaws so their state quarters are the Donald Trump trading cards and Yeezy boosts Oh my god. That's what they gotta go for. <laughs> now could you imagine going home for like a holiday thing and then like your fucking 
grandpa just throws up his deck, just like check this shit out, and he's got Yeezys on. The, the grandkids. He's just like the grandkids Bow. are the, the great grandkids are playing Pokemon still, and he's like, <laughs> "Son, check this out." You go fuck your Charizard. Check this shit out. He's a superhero in this one. <laughs> he has a lasso on each side of the saddle. So good. The pictures are so fucking good because it was obviously a dude's in like a slender, like built, well built body, and then like his gigantic head. Just superimposed on mm-hmm. the fucking graphic. We did a like, story this about so those sick. cards. They're so good. I have to Google them now. I have yet to see the actual cards. We did a story about oh those cards. God. Most of them were copyrighted images that they just yeah, took. Yeah, and he got like, busted oh on copyright infringement shit. <laughs> it was like, um, what is it, the stock stock images? Is that what Shutterstock. Yeah, like the Shutterstock okay. ones. <laughs> like they had watermarks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the shit, like if you would buy a new wallet, they'd already be in the, in the fucking picture oh things. Oh my God. And he would just take out, like, you know, the the rug. Like, one of me, seriously, he looks like the goddamn Marlboro Man. You legit have, like, like a duster on, a cowboy hat, lasso, the belt, the buckle, badge. Guns. And it just, yeah, just fucking superimposed his big-ass head on it. Oh, my God, that's amazing. There's one, he's got his uh, shirt pulled open, like the Superman thing, but it just says, like, has, like, a T instead. They're fucking fantastic, Very creative. dude. Who would have thought he'd be the next, like, big cult leader in this country? I think he who, did. Who? Well, him. Aside from him, though. <laughs> I think he was uh, I think he was aiming for that all this time. But did you think it was going to work? No. 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 No one expected it to turn into this. No. I didn't. I thought, though, he, I thought he would just, like, quietly be famous on TV always or something. Never to this degree. I never thought that it was going to get to this level. Once it got to the level it did during his term... I was so convinced that he was untouchable and could get away with anything. Yep, same. I was actually shocked when he didn't win a second term. I was pretty surprised towards the end of the election cycle. Because I was like, I want him out so fucking bad. He's so annoying. Yeah, but there's no way he can beat the Crypt Keeper. So. (laughs) Literally, you can't beat death. Yeah, exactly. Hello, boils and ghouls. You know, it's like. I'm like, Trump's definitely going to win again. Like, you would ask me. Back then, I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna win again. He's gonna get a second term." No doubt all, about it. All of October, I was thinking that. I was yeah, like, I thought it was a done deal. Win. I think if he goes in again, twenty-four, depending on who they bring to the table, he could pull another one. No, out. no, no way. I think his base is a little too annoyed with him now. Yeah, that's because he didn't fucking pardon all of them, and they <laughs> no, got arrested. Not yet. So I've noticed that they've kind of went into like two different camps. You have some people. Uh, you can find them on my Facebook feed that think he won the election. Mine too, yeah. Um, a lot of them used to go to shows, too, is the funny thing. That is the weirdest <laughs> Which is the weirdest fucking thing. Ever. Some, some yeah. of them sang in some of the most legendary bands that we've seen. Yeah, called Life of Agony. <laughs> and, and the Cro-Mags. Yeah, it's like... And then you have other people, like, you know, I have family members who are conservative and always have been, who yeah. are just over it now. They want him yeah. to fuck off. Just go exactly. away. They They're are tired up. of it, you know. <laughs> I have, yeah, one of my uncles, he's like one of the most staunch Republicans, has been since, you know, I was a wee lad and he married into the family. He's probably a Reagan guy. But probably. he was, first off, he was one of those dudes that was always like, you don't talk politics at the dinner table type guys, you know, shit like that. Like, you don't talk religion, you don't talk politics. It does nothing but make you argue. And even he's like, finding it hard to stay Republican. He's like, this. they've made a joke out of it. They've made a joke out of it. He's like, like genuinely upset. He's not wrong. And then, But then there's oh, other crazy. people that are just like, they definitely stole from him. I'm like, give it a fucking rest. Like, I can't believe it. Like, that's why I 
only go on Instagram and look at Down syndrome kids cooking because my other option is to go on Facebook and see what awful shit my cousins, aunts, and uncles have to say. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah. I completely unplug. I don't use Facebook at all anymore. There's a couple West Coasters in my family too, and they're the complete opposite side, who are like 100% Joe Biden. I'm like, this dude can't form sentences, but they're like, <laughs> he's gonna save he's us all. Him. I'm like, no. No, he's not. He can't even save himself from a bicycle. Seriously. <laughs> Get that man off that bike. <laughs> he can't save it from wandering into a... F- <laughs> he needs some milk. Get the man off the damn bike. He needs some milk. The thing that kills me is, like, it seems like every week there's some new, like, big revelation. Like, remember a few weeks ago, they, oh, they found classified documents yeah, yeah. at Trump's Mar-a-Lago. N- then yesterday, they found classified documents yeah. in Biden's office, in his old office. So Ooh. now everyone's going to start screaming again. Yeah. Like, every and all, week, and all there's those, some new, like, bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> and all those people that were, like, say the election was stolen, that just gives them the, I told you so. And he's like, oh, fuck. The that. FBI's been weaponized. I like, love that Jesus one. <laughs> now, now we got fucking Uncle Charlie yelling again. Great. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah, it was like stuff left over that he had... In his office since he was vice president under Obama. Obama. <laughs> but it's like... Yeah. I think each party is going to be a joke until they start bringing real people to the table. They need to start getting young people. I was about to say that. That's the key demographic they need to start. One of the main requirements should be, can my candidate survive a four-year term <laughs> physically? Because if yeah. Joe makes it four years without just croaking... I'd be shocked. I think they should be able to walk one mile uninterrupted, if not jog. That's. I think they should be able to carry a coherent conversation yeah. <laughs> for a minimum of three hours. Three hours. Three three hours. hours. That's a good benchmark. Yeah. They need to quit fucking pulling these octogenarians out of the fucking... That have been the beaten muck. down by politics over their whole careers... And get these fucking dudes that are like 35 and just qualified to run for president. Like, Shit, I would maybe, take 50. Like, maybe you need someone who hasn't been fucking beaten down by the world yet or hasn't been gotten by the bigger corporations and turned wow. into a... I mean, as much as he was a dork, that Buttigieg dude, I was like, yeah, holy I, shit, somebody young? All right. At the very yeah, least... he's done, though. Yeah, he's I done. Know. Yeah. He stinks, but... At the very least, the young people have the perspective of the younger generation who are going to continue yeah. to live, too. Amen. Like who would yeah who would you rather have in charge of what's going to happen to the youth of America Joe Biden or someone like Andrew Yang? Easy. <laughs> I mean well, Jesus Christ. You could swing it the other way though. If Trump is out, if they do manage to like completely throw him out so he doesn't run again, you know who's running in his place, and it's a younger guy. Who DeSantis? Florida man's running, guaranteed. I and think, he might win too. Is the scary he part. Can, he has a chance for sure. Because dude, because he can run off one thing, one thing only. COVID. I'm not Donald Trump. I was going to say his COVID response. And, yeah. You know, as much as I don't agree with his politics, he's not a stupid guy. Yeah. Like, he can form a sentence. He yeah. can, he'd make Joe Biden look like a moron on the yeah. debate stage. Even if I don't agree with what he's saying, he'd yeah. have him fumbling, drooling all over yeah. himself. It would be a disaster. It would be awful. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. No one's bringing good... Like, no one's bringing the top draft picks to the table. They're bringing dudes that have been in politics way too fucking long or complete and total morons. And you need to change it up somehow. And DeSantis, I don't know a whole lot about the guy, but I'm like, 
Hey, he's under fucking 70. That's, that's already a plus in my fucking book as that's, far as... That's a huge... As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. Not that I'm going to vote Republican, but still. Yeah. You want to yeah. get into a burger story? Oh, yeah. A ch- 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 chicken burger. <laughs> oh, I have more stories than I thought. Cool. Make right. it the burger story. Don't fucking cock block, dude. So, uh, angry McDonald's customer uh, was arrested because she vaulted the counter and made her own burger in a viral video. Was it good, though? Probably. I mean, she didn't have the instructions. The McDon- McDonald's isn't what it used to be. There's machines. You can just push buttons and shit back there. I don't know. I mean, isn't that what McDonald's always did? I, I, I imagine somebody working like a like a, a flat-top stove, at least back in the day. Before my time, because even when I was going there as a kid, they pulled out like this weird-looking like a steamer rack. Mm-hmm. And throw up some wilted ass patty on a fucking roll. Hey, what I don't know won't hurt me. Exactly. Like I still fucking ate it. I mean, look <laughs> yeah. at me. Does I ever turn down McDonald's? No, there's there's a TikTok of this teenager going around. She was screaming at the staff and I guess they weren't they weren't helping her, so she said, Fuck it, I'm gonna make the burger myself. So she jumped over the counter and there's a I have a picture here, but she was uh the unnamed 19-year-old was charged with disorderly behavior, property damage, and assault as a result of the incident. She uh, she was filmed. People were, thank God, in the age of the internet, somebody had the wherewithal to film this. She but no was, one had the wherewithal to taste the burger. What, are you going to fucking bother her? You crazy? Dude, I would have let her fucking go. Like, when hey, the while, co- you're, while you're back While there. the cops are trying to, pull, like, <laughs> trying to pull her away from the grill, I'd be like... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't get crazy. It's like when the nerd would dance in like the '80s movies, like and Lost and the Josh. Like, you know what? Let's let him let try, him man. Like, I'll be like, yo, let's just see what she comes up with. <laughs> let's just see what kind of concoction this girl comes up with. And like, hold all the cosplay. Like, wait, wait a second. And then just do one of those where you bite and you're just like, that's the best goddamn burger I ever had. <laughs> so yeah. what do they do? Arrest her for being a go-getter? Apparently, that's that's her behind the counter there. She said, I will beat you up or I will leave, she shouted at the staff in the video. She grabbed herself two drinks before looking inside a paper bag and was like, what's in that? <laughs> she, great. she ignored the request to leave and she later helped herself to a bottle of water, finally before being detained by two police. Well, you gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. You gotta, you, you gotta keep the drink Especially going. Especially when the fuzz are after you. Yeah, she about to run. This reminds me. Remember a few years ago, I think it was at either Denny's or IHOP, DMX walked in the kitchen and made his own omelet. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Google it. It's real. Yeah. Damn. See, she prepared they, us a story. Let, and I guarantee you, everyone's like, let, let him create. What are we going to tell? He's a creator. Let him create. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm all for it. I think she should be allowed to make her own burger. And if she made it, she should at least get half off the price. I think that's fair. You know? Hey, if you make it, I say now, it's on the house. Only thing that would change is if I found is McDonald's Union. No. No. They're okay, so you can't not. have any scabs on there, man. <laughs> Little fucking Jimmy Hoffa her right under a stadium. <laughs> I know how your people work, Phil. <laughs> I knew where that was going. Yeah. But you'll find that girl in a fucking foundation somewhere. That's, <laughs> that's what we call a chicken burger. <laughs> chicken burger. Let's see. I want to get Clayton on the vi- on the show. Can you imagine? That's a big get. Yeah, I pay for him to come out from Australia. Just yo, know, tell us about chicken burgers. I'll dude. take out a personal loan now. 
Oh, did you hear about the school principal who killed himself at Disneyland? I want to. <laughs> a California school principal jumped to his death at Disneyland after leaving a suicide note on Facebook because of his toxic relationship with his wife. Typical. So, Christopher Christensen, 51, he was the principal of the Huntington Beach, California Elementary Schools for 22 years, jumped to his death uh, two <laughs> days before he was due in court for uh, uh, child endangerment charges. Classic Mr. Christensen. Which he pled not guilty to. In a lengthy Facebook post, he blamed the legal system for upending his life and sought to play down his marital troubles with his wife, saying the couple adore each other, blah, blah, blah. Amazing, dot, 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 up until recently. They got into an argument over something in front of his stepdaughters, but uh, his wife's anger got the best of her, and she called the police, which landed him in jail. He never hit or... He said, yes, I've never hit or harmed anyone in my life. Let's Tell see. that wife to stop snitching. See? <laughs> his daughter Good. came to his side saying that um, he killed himself to escape a toxic marriage and an abusive wife. It had been difficult. She, had been, she, in particular, had been difficult on the family for the last year, and they haven't had any contact with her. But... Um, the wife told the daughter, you're a horrible excuse of a daughter and a sister. Go find your dad and play the hero. But he, it's me he'll be missing in the morning. She reportedly Did she look for her dad man. at the bottom of Space Mountain? <laughs> Do they have Space Mountain at Disneyland? I don't fucking know. I was asking. So after, uh, after his death, she wrote on Facebook. This is a lot of Facebook in this story. Jesus. None of you will know the full story. I'm living a nightmare and I'm trying to grieve. Poor, yeah, poor you. I mean, but if you had to grieve, what worse places could it be than the Magic Kingdom? Exactly. There's this is a there's a reason it was at Disneyland. <laughs> Fucking goofy next to you, Gorsh. You sure do look melancholy. <laughs> 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 oh fuck, dude. I mean, if it's bad enough that she ruined his trip, like you know, she's been breaking his balls year round. She probably hits him. She probably spits at him. Tells all of her friends he's got a little dick. All this shit. And her kids probably disrespect him all the time, too. And he just wants to go to the most magical place in, in the country and just have a fucking vacation, you know? <laughs> and poor Mr. Christensen just can't... He's just going to hens be clucking in, <laughs> in his ear the whole fucking time. Mm. Every time he's like, oh, I'm on vacation. I'm going to relax. You thought. Yeah. So eventually he's like, he's just on Thunder Mountain Railroad. He's just fucking had enough. He's like, you know what, Gladys? Because you know her name's Gladys. Marlena. Yeah, that's like... Close a, enough. That's like a West Coast version of Gladys. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I back that. Yeah. It's, you know, same, from the same Greek meaning of uh, cunt. Um, <laughs> he just fucking barreled over. He's like, I've had enough. I'm out. So Deuces. He jumped off the parking structure off the top. Oh, you oh. pussy. Where else is he gonna jump off a ride? Oh, ride! How many places? <laughs> I can name like fi- like there's like 15 great places you could jump off of in Disney, and you picked a parking garage. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a picture. That's like going all the way to like the Empire State Building and just jumping in front of a bus instead of getting off <laughs> jumping off the building. Fair enough. Why not do something cooler too? Like, does Disney still have like the Animal Kingdom? 
Jump in the fucking lion's cage I think that's or something. In Florida. Or the fucking. Oh, this is Disneyland. Gotcha. Yeah, this is. The... I've been to the Florida one, but it was. Yeah. Nice. Me too. Well, look at this. See, like, see right there. If he had like some soap shoes and just grind <laughs> right down there. So it, it would like, still be news. If he was like, "Yo, Marlena, you think I'm such a piece of shit? Check this out." And just like <laughs> <laughs> news for pulling off the sickest grind ever. And then, like, when he gets to the bottom. Every girl within eyesight, their pussy just exploded. So so there's like, Mr. Christensen, where are you staying tonight? He's like, you know what, Marlena? I don't fucking need you anymore. Come on, ladies. We're going back to... We're getting out of here. We're, we're going back to the hotel. <laughs> so this past Thanksgiving, he spent Thanksgiving with his, uh, his wife's mom and dad, but she wasn't there. Ooh. So... Um, Mom's name doesn't it doesn't matter, yeah. but so why uh, the fuck would he be there if his wife isn't there? His wife's uh, his wife's mom's name is Karen. Ugh. Karen's husband, Jim's stepdad, who died in uh, he died in 2020 at the age of 85, was the musical director of Classic Disneyland's Jim. of Disneyland's Main oh. Street Electrical Parade, and he was the musical director for Disney All American College Orchestra. So he went to Disney. As royalty. As a fuck As you. a legacy. Member of the Disney family. And he still couldn't have a time because he had that fucking hen clucking in his ear. Mm-hmm. <sighs> also, uh, Karen revealed that her older son, Kent's older brother, committed suicide as well in 2017. At Disney? Didn't say. He was more of a great adventure man. That <laughs> yeah, it sounds like at Bush Gardens or something. <laughs> he was in a log flume. <laughs> the wife, Marlena, did not respond to the outlet's re- uh, request for comment. Efforts by the Post on Wednesday were not successful. Claimed that the, uh, the daughter claimed that the uh, charges were false and they were expected to be reduced to a misdemeanor account on uh, disturbance of the peace. And then the charges were dropped after his death. Imagine making someone fucking mad enough that they kill themselves kill in themselves. Disneyland. Yeah. In Disneyland, too. Wow. I've been pretty angry before. Yeah. Yeah. But never so angry that I'm like, you know what? That's it. Now. You got to drive your car. Park. You think he paid to park? Here could be the flex, though. You think he paid to park in the parking lot? Here could be his flex, though, right? Say say he's he's been miserable for years, right? He's just fucking fed the fuck up. And he's like, but he, he knows that Marlena's favorite place in the world is Disney. And, all, and she, like she's like one of those corny Disney people too. Like she has like all the fucking X's on the calendar leading up to the day they go to Disney. But said X's their mouse ears and shit like that. <laughs> He's like, I know that fucking cunt is so excited about Disney. And he's like, I'll show her. Like, so he's like, oh, great. We're going to have a great time, honey. You know, I'm yes, I am a piece of shit. Yes, Can't I'm, wait. I see, yes, I am. I've done everything wrong in this entire marriage, you know. And he's like, just you fucking wait. And the minute she's like, first time she has an ear-to-ear smile because she's at Disney, he just goes, boom, right <laughs> off that fucking, he's like, fuck you, fuck your kids. And just fucking face plants like a fucking Swan dive. G. And just ruins, ruins Disney. Ruins Disney for her. her. Yeah. Like, you took my will to live. I'm taking your favorite place on earth. I'm taking everything from And I'm me. spreading myself across the parking lot <laughs> in one giant puddle. So go fuck yourself. So that could be a sick flex on his part. It's a hell of a way to go out. Yeah. Now, if he would have done some soap shoes down that parking garage and then face planted halfway off and did both in the same thing, 
That's a G fucking move, dude. Mm-hmm. Now, finally, how about a PP story? I love PP stories. <laughs> so Wells Fargo fired a vice president accused of urinating on a fellow passenger aboard a flight to New Delhi. I mean, they happen to be clogged up sometimes, man. It's just a picture of Wells Fargo. A male Wells Fargo executive allegedly urinated on a 72-year-old woman during a November flight to India. The vice president had been has been fired, and he reportedly urinated. I fucking said that already. He was he was inebriated, and according to the news, uh, Asian News International citing Air India, when he okay. Wells Fargo holds employees to the highest standards of professional blah, blah, blah. We fired him. Let's see. But he'd still be pissing. Mm-hmm. So he was drunk off his ass and pissed on a 72-year-old woman on a flight. Well, the other ones were probably too quick and got away from him. <laughs> you know, so 72, she's not moving as spry as the other ones. So you just got to hose her down, you know what I mean? So the guy was pla- the guy was fired from Wells Fargo. And he was reportedly placed on a no-fly list for 30 days. That's it? That's it. <laughs> That's what I said. I would take a 30-day hit for that. Shit, I'd do that standing on my head. It's like, yeah, I'd just be pissing on people all the time. Like, oh, I'm only going to get a 30-day ban from this. It's like I travel every day. Yeah. How old was the guy, too? Uh, he was two. Did it say? It didn't say. Was if he was old, he could have got... This is bad reporting. He could have got a uh, golden parachute from Wells Fargo. It's true. Hmm. Emphasis on the golden. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody gets it. (laughs) Let's see. I see there's nothing wrong with what he did. I mean, like, who hasn't gotten drunk at a fucking work event? Well, you, obviously, but... Yeah, that'd be me. I actually got kicked out of a uh, Firebird over by the Christiana Mall. Fuck them. Because we were actually... It was after work one day, and we all went out for drinking, and uh, I was with my girlfriend at the time. And I was trying to get her to blow me in the bathroom. <laughs> and apparently I wasn't being very discreet about it. <laughs> AKA I was yelling, why don't you blow me? Like, like, yeah, I'm not allowed back in there. Which sucks. It's right next to Deerhead Hot Dogs. You know, Love Deerhead. It's a great place. <laughs> Dang. It's a magical place. Dude. I'm a doghouse man myself. Oh, why don't you go fuck Doghouse is sweet, too. Why don't you fuck yourself? You don't have the sauce like Deerhead. Why Deerheads keep closing, then? Doghouse is still uh, there. Oh, the one on Maryland Avenue's been around since I was a fucking wee lad. <laughs> I think that's the last one. <laughs> and I was born in fucking 1918. <laughs> Deerhead's a great laxative. It is. Yeah. Now, and let's see. Wash it down with coffee and just let it battle out in your fucking intestine. Is that the end of that story? Yeah. That story stunk. It did. What a zilch. Pee-pee story. Yeah. And it pissed on our parade. So, uh... So you see all got papers there, though, but I sure do. How about evil tits? How about it, dude? Now so, you're in for it. All right. Here's the, the segment known as evil tits. Yep. And this week we are covering none other than the goat, Mrs. QAnon herself, Marjorie the, Taylor Greene. Oh, fuck boy. yes. That's this, it. That's her government headshot. Nice. It's a. It's a a good yeah. photo, you could say. It's a chompers on her. Plastic surgery disaster. Ugh, I don't I, care. For some reason, the image that comes to my mind is fetal alcohol syndrome Ryan Connor. Who's Ryan Connor? Give her give her X videos Google later. You'll, oh. you'll understand. You don't mean Ryan Keeley, do you? No, no, absolutely not. America's favorite MILF? 
So, you're familiar with MGT? MTG? Sorry. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Let's see. I then love her. I've got pages and pages of shit that she's done. Dude, I to consider would pay evil. good money for like a like a, a box set of like Blu-rays of just like the best of her speeches. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, People talk about Alex Jones. I think MTG will easily knock him out of the fucking top spot or just saying the most awesome shit ever. Awesome, yes. But she doesn't have nearly the drive that Alex does. No, she's not as passionate as old Alex. There's no way. No. He's just, not pulling her shirt off and rolling around the floor. <laughs> he's running marathons around everybody else. Yeah. God, the only person that stopped him in his tracks so far is Kanye, Kanye. West. Yeah, that shit was mind blowing. We talked about it down here too. I was yeah. like, when you got fucking out, Al- when you're sitting there mouthing all shit, and Alex Jones is just slowly easing off out of the frame of the picture. It's like, yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> wow. So, um, when the House was trying to pass a bill to ban discrimination against LGBTQ Americans, later, uh, Green put this sign out front of her office and it drew a few complaints. There is that. Another time she told Newsmax, (laughs) she told Newsmax she chooses not to, this is back when masks were like everywhere all the time. Yeah. She told Newsmax she chooses not to wear masks on the house floor to accurately reflect the will of her constituents and practice what she preaches. I'm up to almost $90,000 in no mask fines because I believe as a representative in order to represent the people, I'm willing to do it myself, yada, yada. So, AKA she's keeping it real. Yeah, so... Fuck yeah. Exactly. The, fi- the fine for not wearing a mask in the house is 500 bucks, and then 2500 for subsequent offenses. So, nice. It's pretty often. In 2019... She's seen harassing Parkland shooter survivor David Hogg outside the Capitol. In the video, she calls Hogg a coward and said he was paid to do this, repeating a malicious lie that Hogg's activism was paid for by billionaire philanthropist and Democratic donor George Soros. Soros! (laughs) (laughs) Now, you remember Parkland. At the time... I do. He was 17 years old when he survived that. She was 45. Yeah, I remember everybody giving him shit, saying that he was... uh, That's when I first heard the term... um, Crisis actor? Crisis actor, yeah. Let's see. Well, AJ was doing that shit. Alex Jones was doing that shit. Hmm? He was like, yo... Shocker. Yeah, you know? He's He's going for gold, always. He's always trying something new. Let's see... Uh, she's been. She has since been stripped of her committee assignments by the House. Oh, let's see. In 2017, the Las Vegas. Huh? Go. Yeah, I didn't say. Oh, that. sorry. I thought you were motioning. The the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Stephen Paddock opened fire from a hotel room window. Afterward, <laughs> Green suggested that the shooting might have been staged. <laughs> Did you hear about the space lasers? Oh, oh, I heard about I've the heard space, about space lasers. lasers. <laughs> if anyone hasn't, in 2018, a poorly maintained electrical grid sparked wildfires in California that killed about 84 people. In a Facebook post of November that year, <laughs> Green falsely speculated that there were darker forces at work. Connecting, <laughs> connecting a series of scatter point shots. Uh, scatter. Did I say that? Scatter, scatter shot, shot points. Yes. 
Green suggested a bank controlled by the Rothschild family, a utility company responsible for the fire, and then-government Jerry Brown had a compelling motive to spark the blaze, clearing a path for a high-speed rail project that Brown wanted. She also floated the possibility that fires could have been started by lasers or blue beams of light shot down from space by allies of Brown who said they were in the solar industry. She, quote, there are too many coincidences to ignore. Technically, you can start a fire with a laser. She's not wrong. <laughs> Let's see. There's so much. She, dude, she has a laundry list of greatest hits. 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 Hillary Clinton, 2018. A Facebook user uh, pur- purporting to be the mother of a New York police officer falsely claimed that the officer had been seen... Had... The officer had seen a video taken from the laptop of disgraced uh, former Representative Anthony Weiner that showed Hillary Clinton and a top aide cutting off a children's face. Green liked the comment and then replied, Most people honestly don't know so much. The mainstream media disinformation warfare has won for too long. Oh my god. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with what she's saying so far. How about 9-11? I mean, she probably believes the same thing I do. She's in November of 2018. She shot a video in which she talked about the 9/11 attacks, referring to the so-called plane that crashed into the Pentagon. She added, "It's odd. There's never any evidence shown for a plane in the Pentagon." She also liked a comment posted by a Facebook user who falsely argued that 9/11 was done by our own government, and Green responded, "That is all true." No, then she's not she doesn't think the same thing that I do. Because I think 9-11 was all done all by Italians. And it wasn't a plane that hit the Pentagon. It was a winged Sbarro restaurant that just... Right in there. I thought it was a big-ass roll of semolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Did you ever see her alleged doppelganger on the first season of American Idol? I've never seen no. American Idol, no. I didn't know this either until I started looking up uh, stories. But there was a contestant named Stephanie Sugarman who told producers that she was 23 from California at the time. I don't see the resemblance, but people on the internet try to say that that's probably Marjorie Taylor Greene. Eh, I mean, yeah, kind of. Maybe with like your squinty closed eye, I mean, you kind of see it. White bras look alike. Yeah. No, no, they don't look alike. But that that looks just dime a dozen. Yes, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bl- anonymous so, blonde. So MTG is a shapeshifter, or she's a clone, or she's definitely got something going on. You want to see a picture of her feet? <laughs> what an absurd question. <laughs> <laughs> this was titled "What is going on with Marjorie Taylor oh, Greene's don't, feet?" Don't ruin her feet for me. Judge for yourself. If you're just listening to this, what? look this up on YouTube because I will add these images in post so you can understand what the fuck we're Dude, talking about. She's just like Palpatine. What the fuck is that? Bro, what's with those toes? That's what fuck. I'm saying. Her feet look like uh, King Charles's hands. <laughs> right? Dude, that... She's got oh. knuckles for toes. So, on to the point of evil tits is whether... Her looks get her away. Let her get away with the shit she says and does. I would just like to say I would forgive her for everything because some of the shit that comes out of her mouth leads you me to believe one thing and one thing only. 
Her head game is sick. <laughs> She's that type of mentally unbalanced that where like, yeah, she may boil your pets. You know, she might like oh my God. burn all your clothes. <laughs> but that fucking that fucking head is gonna be ridiculous. You know what? I almost printed You'll be pulling out pulling sheets out of your asshole. What I almost printed out. What? Did you ever hear about her affair with her sex guru? I mean, if you're going to have a fair with somebody, might as well be a sex guru. Sex guru? Sex yeah. guru. Quotes. Yeah, Damn. she had an affair. And, oh, she recently, she finally divorced her husband in November or September of, of 22. So she's and then on he the market. Jumped, and then he jumped off a parking garage in Disney. <laughs> Apparently. Well, M- MTG is on the market in case you're looking, I mean, Denny. I would fucking be all about MTG just because, like I said, she's batshit insane. I love that danger factor relationship where you don't know if you're gonna get the best like fuck of your life or if you're going to get killed where's that headshot of her so uh there it is honestly i would also instigate the shit out of her too like that's true i would like take her out to like family parties i'm like yo this is my aunt hey aunt say hello to my new girlfriend marjorie and i'll just like Ask her about the Rothschilds and shit like that. <laughs> and just like, and then I would just sit back on the corner and just let her go. Just let her fucking go. I would take her out to nice restaurants. I wouldn't feed her. I'd just be like, you know what? When the waitress comes up to us and asks us what we want, tell her about space lasers. And then I would just sit there with, my, with a watch and just be like, all right, how long is it going to take the cops to get called? You know, just <laughs> that's what I would do. And it would be the most entertaining relationship I've probably ever had. Does this all constitute her as evil, though, or just kind of baddie? She's just fucking nuts. I mean, is she really in a position to make policy? I think they just—they said they like, stripped her of a lot of duties. Yeah, because technically, yes, she is. But I think everybody's so on to what's going on with her that any topic that she brings up, they're all just like, oh, yeah, sure, Marjorie, we'll look right into that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think... No one takes her seriously. I mean, like we said in the other episode, when she yelled at Herschel Walker for not letting her run with him, mm-hmm. it's like, so I don't think she's any real position to cause harm to someone. I just think she's like that fucking crazy person. Like that, like that one kid in your neighborhood that used to eat crickets. So like when like some girl would come around, you're like, yo, watch this. And like, yo, Jeremy, eat this cricket. And he would just I'm eat the cricket. right here, don't talk. And you would just fucking just, like, laugh while the girl freaks out while she's eating a cricket. That's how I think about Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's like, she's the girl you bring to a party. It's like, yo, ask my new girlfriend how she feels about George Soros. And then you just sit back and watch all the horror watch it go. on your friend's face. Is like, what the fuck did you bring to the apartment, dude? Apartment. And that, so, yeah, I would forgive her and I'd fucking, I'd put a ring on it, dude. I'd probably be dead within six months, but I'll probably <laughs> be dead. I'll probably be dead within eight months anyway, so I might as well go out on a high note. Though I would make her wear socks at all fucking points of time. Those <laughs> feet are fucked. Those are oh wow. Those she are has, weird feet. I've never Sith seen Lord anything feet. like it. No. She has Sith Lord feet, dude. Those are Sith Lord feet, dude. She, it looks like she can hang upside down. Oh, definitely. I don't know. No, her toes are too small. <laughs> her feet could give you a handshake. <laughs> Oh, uh, what if she ate with her feet? Like, you know, when the dog eats with his paws and he has little hands, how cute that is. Her fucking foot looks like the hamburger helper glove, kind of, if you really look if at you it. you cut the yeah. fingers yeah. off, yeah. Oh, damn. 
So yes, yay or nay on, I say on yeah, MTG? I fuck yeah, dude. I think her head is too big for her facial features. Yeah, but like, like <laughs> I said, the fucking craziness makes up for it. Phil, what do you think? I mean, for the story alone, you have to, right? Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, even if you're not even attracted to her, do it for the stories and the excitement. <laughs> you're Because you're just like, a, we're all nine to five dickheads, right? Nothing really extremely crazy happens to us. Imagine six months, just a six months relationship with that, with Marjorie Taylor Greene. And just imagine the stories you would have to tell for the rest of your fucking life. Worth it, dude. Fuck yeah. I don't give a shit what her feet look like. She can fucking... I play sloshy galoshy with her any day of the week. <laughs> I was just telling Ashley last night, if I had the chance, I would still smoke crack with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, absolutely. For, you? How are you not going to do it? I mean, I just... Mm, the thing about this, if someone it. finds out, it's like, Phil, you fucking smoked crack? You'd be like, yeah, but it was with Lindsay Lohan. Not a single person wouldn't go, oh, yeah, uh, okay, I got you. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah exactly. I, yeah, I would smoke crack. No brainer. Yeah. No brainer. Yeah, like, yeah, then I'd instantly check myself into some place, make sure it doesn't catch on, you know. But I'd bring her to a meeting. <laughs> I wouldn't bring her, I'd bring her to Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, that's after the meeting. I'd like, I'd have one on each arm, like, this is Marjorie, this is Lindsay. <laughs> Ladies, this is my, this is my grandma. She's been dead for ten years, but go ahead and talk to her anyway. This is my father. I know you haven't met in person, but I'm sure you're familiar with each other's Facebook profiles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. They're probably matching. Yes. You guys have the same feet. He's diabetic. <laughs> so, yeah. It'd be fucking fantastic. I'd definitely give her the fucking pass, dude. I don't know. I think basketballs should file a complaint against her for giving her giving them a bad name with her fucking face. <sighs> just a f- you're such... You're just a... You hate women. That's your problem, dude. Sure. All right. I now, think this, I hate... I hate woman, not women. This... <laughs> is my favorite segment in the entire world because we only get to do it with guests. And you're an esteemed guest here, dude. Gripping inquiries? Gripping inquiries. You'd be correct. <laughs> what everybody in the world... And by the way, we just reached a thousand plays. thousand listeners. That means a thousand people want to know these questions I'm about to ask Phil. They want to know the answers, dude. Mm-hmm. And this time, you don't have Mayo to talk over you when you give the answers. Now, you got to fucking... This is some hard shit, so you're going to have to really use your head here. Are these fresh or the same ones you asked Matt? (laughs) Do you think this is our first day? What kind of fucking charlatan do you take me for? (laughs) Everybody, these are all catered to each person. Okay. See, look, here. here's all the past guests here. Shockingly, he doesn't take his used paper out of his notebook. No, you know why? So I don't have repeat questions. Okay, you just mm. totally bodied my argument. I did. Fair. Didn't I? Very You're here, fair. Gripping inquiries. And it's got your name right after it. All right. Your fucking stupid WAP last name. <laughs> Speaking of you being a WAP, question number one Have you ever met Madonna? No. Nobody cares. All right. <laughs> number two. <laughs> but it's true, you haven't met Madonna. But you would like to. Especially, you know, get her to sing Lucky Star. It's would you fun. fuck Madonna for the story? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Madonna and, now. Yes. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? It's a no-brainer. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're all on the same page. I would here. fuck any girl that had one name. <laughs> I don't care what that name was. She just goes by one singular name. I don't give a shit. I will give her all my mom's jewelry. Number two, do you own Aggression Urn? No. No? About six what people. What is that? What's, what's that? What is that? What's what? 
Aggression earn? What's aggression earn? What is aggression earn? What's aggression earn? Yep. About $7 an hour. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Comedic gold right there, baby. I knew I was walking into something yeah. there. <laughs> I just had to bait you into the actual question there. <laughs> You're okay, number three here. Your last name is Dalian. Gross. <laughs> okay. It's gross, is right? It's a disgusting name there. Fuck you, now, you big bastard. <laughs> your last name is Italian for relatives. That's what your name translates to in Italian. Did you know that? Parenti? It means relative. I didn't know that. And yeah. That being said, do you like waffle fries? Nobody cares. I, I asked the question, didn't I? Sure, I do. All right. It's a correct answer. You do <laughs> like waffle fries, but you would prefer a curly fry most of the time. All right. <laughs> These are the most loaded questions I've answered. What are you all talking day. about? <laughs> Unless we're talking about loaded waffle fries, I don't know what you're. That's talking right, about. dude. You can leave the scallions off, though. It's a bit much. Yeah, take it or leave it. Question number four: Where do you think Aquaman found orange chainmail? <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> I don't think he thought that question through. <sighs> it's kind of rust. But it probably is where he found it. I mean, where else are you going to fucking find orange chainmail? Because you've never seen orange chainmail, have you? Obviously the chainmail store. I've never seen orange chainmail. He's never seen orange chainmail. I've been to the Renaissance Fair. But there's Fair. one other thing. None of us have been to the underwater kingdom of Atlantis either. So we don't know. But Aquaman uh, has. It does. He has orange chainmail, dude. Question number five. You ever see Gremlins 2, the new batch? I have not. Incorrect. You saw it and you loved it more than the original. <laughs> what a wrong question, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Question number six. Around 12,000 BC, Antarctica briefly had a large portions of its landmass uncovered of ice. Did you know that? Nope. Do you believe the women there were A-cup honeys? That's guaranteed. Yeah, definitely. It's more likely they were Scandinavians. Yeah, yeah it had the cold climates. They, yeah. don't get, they don't get big yeah. milkers at all. They don't get the mommy milkers. They're, they're built on efficiency. Exactly. They I agree. Can, yeah, you know. You're doing really good at this so far, actually. You actually got all the right answers so far. Despite, you know, your obvious setback of being... WAP. Yes, yeah. Dago. <laughs> Number seven. How stupid is postage? Pretty dumb. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's It took us that dumb. long to figure out the forever stamp? And then the fact that the stickers were invented how many years ago and then we just now use them for stamps? We were licking the backs of them for that long? Jesus. Fuck postage. Hashtag fuck postage. Number eight. You're doing really well, by the way. Statistically speaking. Talking statistics here. This is real thought out shit. Statistically speaking, there is at least one stripper out there named Nintendo. How do you feel about that? It's got to be the coolest stripper, right? Incorrect. No? Her sister, Atari. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. That was a chicken burger. Fuck. Should have got that. Number nine. What do you think the body count will be when Rick Moranis extracts his revenge on New York? If you remember, he got violently assaulted last time he was in New York. Knocked unconscious. What are his numbers going to be when he finally takes revenge on New York? Somewhere north of 69. That's correct. (laughs) Be, uh, my, my, my the actual answer is between 60 and 100. Yes. There mm. will be blood running in the streets. 
don't fuck with Rick Moranis. He will shrink your kids. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's a city block easy, too. This is a loaded question. I know that's very uncommon for me. What band do you secretly hope uses the N-word so we can finally be rid of them? <laughs> How much time you got? You have exactly five hours. <laughs> we'll pass on this one. Then correct. <gasps> your answer was Jimmy Eat World. That's your first <laughs> wrong answer. Jesus Christ, dude. Who is at the top of the rotisserie chicken game? Peruvians, Boston Market, or ISIS? It's got to be ISIS, right? Incorrect, dude. Peruvians, yucca fries. What? I mean, those are good as shit. I figured that's the wrong answer, though. No. You're missing something really important here. What? Acme. What about Acme? They're way up. They're way above. Yeah, Boston but they're not Market. one of the three choices I gave. Hmm. Should have been. You want to put Acme above Peruvians? No, no, definitely then above shut Boston the Market. Shut the fuck though. up <laughs> and quit stepping on my bit. All right, pal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Number twelve. Would you chug adrenochrome with Moloch at Bohemian Grove? No. Incorrect, dude. You would be bottoms up with the Rothschilds and Hillary right away. What's a, what's adrenochrome? Adren- Fair enough. I did fucking fumble my words there. It's like adrenochrome, but said by Asians. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, that was. Sorry. Oof. Sorry. Please, please don't take away our thirteenth viewer. All right. Better quality of work. Pixar. Or those cum games on nextvideo.com. Probably the cum games. Exactly. Though, the mom on the, the Incredibles is fucking dope as hell. The cum games, though. See, they're right. You will not last five seconds. <laughs> I never have. <laughs> Number 14. We're coming to the fucking bottom here. This is the last two questions, dude. This is the real... This is high-stakes shit, dude. It's high rollers only. All right, bring it on. Number 14. Ever see the dog in the front seat of the car, but you couldn't see the driver, so it was like the dog was driving? <laughs> I have. Is that sick? That's the best. That is man. fucking sick. That's, That's correct. 100% answer. correct. Yeah, dude. You're like, dude, where the fuck is he going? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, you're like, how'd you get your license, man? Like, how do you reach the pedals, dude? You're, oh, you're a terrier, for Christ's sakes. Oh, that's fucking great. All right. Since you're from New Jersey, this is, even though this is a question we ask everybody that comes on there, you should know this because you're from New Jersey, okay? Finish this E Town concrete lyric. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Listen, all right. Finish this E-Town Concrete lyric. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost its wheel and... I don't think I can finish that one. Oh, no. Tom, you want to take it out for him? The Joker did ballet. Incorrect. The Joker got away. No, I've heard both. I was I was debating both of those. In Did the, you go in to Catholic head. school or something? No. Oh, you must have been homeschooled. Or something. I've heard both versions, so Damn. I know it exists. So you're not really from New Jersey. That's fucking tragic. Still, your score is 420 points, though. So 420, said, <laughs> yeah, dude. Very, uh, very well. That done. was gripping inquiries. Thank you, Phil. All right, Tom. You know what time it is, right? 
Is it homework time? It's time for homework. We All have right. this segment we call homework. Okay. Each each one, we assign each other. Guests assign stuff. We assign each other stuff every time. Mm-hmm. And then we you know go over it, you know, the next episode. We discuss what we went through. Now, last week, which will release tomorrow, which I just confused anybody because this won't come out tomorrow. This doesn't, this doesn't matter None to anybody listening. We had... David Janice. Last week we had Janice. Yeah. David Janice on there, and he recommended four records. Two to me, two to Tom. Yeah. But I did all of them because of me, I'm an overachieving dude. So uh, let's go over Dave's stuff here first. Yeah. While we're here, this is Homer. Tom, what do you got for him? What did you think, bud? Let's see. He assigned me the first assignment, I think, was uh, was that dog. Mm-hmm. Return, uh, retreat, return, retreat from the sun. Mm-hmm. I said I'm definitely getting uh, Juno, like indie movie vibes. I can uh, see that. The second song I liked a lot more than the first one. The violins threw me for a loop for a second. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of a Delaware band with a short. Uh, it was very short lived by a one Madison Watkins. Did you ever hear her, her old band Montanan? No. It, uh, Montanan is very reminiscent of this band. It reminds me a lot. To name their band after that part of Delaware? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Uh, it's not something I'll listen to often, but it's very good. I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Oh. I have to disagree with you on that one, dude. I gave it a 10 out of 10. It's one of the best of those early 90s DGC records, alt-rock bands. Before What's DGC? Rock, uh, the David, David Geffen, Geffen Company. Company. Uh, they put out a lot of like the old alt-rock before it was a four-letter curse word. Like They put out... Uh, old Sonic Youth shit, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I believe the Breeders, mm-hmm. or were they Sub Pop? I forget. They became Sub Pop. But Sub Pop and DGC were like neck and neck for like all the good shit that See, came around that. If you that's just, always one of my favorites. If it was just called Geffen, I'd be like, oh, Geffen. Yeah. Okay, so. So I gave it a 10 out of 10 for that one. So it's going to, yeah. Let's see. Then he assigned me. Uh, he assigned me Abhorrency. The album was Climax of Disgusting Impurities. I gave this a solid 7 out of 10. <clears throat> because it's way more my speed. And when you said when you said that thing about you typically don't like straight up black metal, but you like blackened versions of yeah. things, that rang in my head for this record. It's really well produced black metal and doesn't sound like typical trebly cassette boombox turned up black metal, yeah. which I really liked. And I don't often hear vocals in that low, growly register that that singer's got, but I really like that one. And I, I typically it doesn't stick with me, but I like that record a lot. Solid seven out of ten. I I thought it was great. I thought it was like a good, just super dirty, like black and death metal record. Mm-hmm. Um, the so- one thing it did well was that the songs were long, yeah. but didn't feel long. Yeah, that's true. I agree with There's that. There's some bands that, like a band, even though I like them, Incantation. Dude, they the can songs are long, and sometimes, even though the songs are good, you're like, get to come it, on, wrap man. it up. That's oh, what nice. I'm like when, every time I see them. Yeah. I forget how fucking long their songs are. Yeah, because, you know, a 10 song set by them is like an hour and 15. Yep. Yeah. My favorite release of theirs is a tape, and it's 40 minutes long. Yeah, exactly. So, I love the Born Sea. Like, I'd never even heard of them before. Me either. But my favorite song in there was uh, Cathedral Fornication. Mm-hmm. And I also gave that shit a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So, Solid. it was good. 
Now, I don't remember if he assigned me... Oh, no. I think I did all four bands, too, because I have notes for all of them. Okay. He also assigned... I think he assigned you raped teenagers. Yeah, raped teenagers. Uh, I agree with I agree with DBJ, and it might be the worst band, one of the worst band names in history. I don't know, man. But Ch- Cherry Pop and Daddies. <laughs> I would you think about it. That's a fucked up name. I would definitely see myself skating in the five foot half pipe at Newport Skate Park to that album. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like musically better Descendants if they wore blue and white polo shirts, designer jeans, and wooden shoes. <laughs> The, f- the fact that I don't know what they're saying gives it less staying power for me, so I said it was good, not great. Six out of ten. Uh, uh, I hated it. Yeah. Too poppy, too many fucking walking bass lines. I bet at least two of the songs are about farts or soup <laughs> or something stupid like that. And honestly, the fact that they, that they don't <laughs> sing in English is probably the one redeeming quality they have, so I can't make out how fucking stupid the lyrics are (laughs) like i figured with like that fucking name like that and like when they were actually a band that it was going to be some just real super snotty but super fucking angry and good yeah it was just too much like walking bass lines i was like nah i gave that shit a fucking two out of ten just because the name was somewhat funny but (laughs) yeah it's just yeah funny Let's see. Like, and no, thank you. Nah, it has no staying power. I will never listen to it yeah, again. Yeah, I only made it three songs. I did. I did like four. Mm, brag. Let's see. Was the the last one Explorator? Explorator. I haven't listened to this band a long time, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, Explorators, Explorator. Blind Elliot was the record. Uh, again, not much to say about it. I don't speak the language. About a third of the way through, it sounded like a different singer. Or a different record altogether. And uh, musically, it's very cool. I'd enjoy watching them, but it just didn't stick. you found the same version of this record I did, there's the... Oh, fuck. What a fucking shit show. Hey, it could have been worse. Are we back? Yeah, we've been back. So, Explodator or whatever, like that record, like I was saying, if you found this the version I did, it's... There's one... the actual version is just the the Blind Elite record, but then there's another one. It's Blind Elite, and they tacked on another release to the record, so it's like that record plus like one that came like right before it. So it's like a twofer, mm. you know, I guess to fill space. So that's probably why the vocals sound different. That makes sense. I legit liked it a lot. Uh, it was way better than the other foreign record. It sounds pissed off as shit. The singer kind of sounds like Twid. But singing about cooler shit than Satan and all that stuff. Like, it never lets up track to track. And it's, like, just... It's just fucking awesome as shit, dude. Like, I liked it a lot. My favorite song in it was uh, National Fantasy. Spell with an I. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And I gave that shit a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Close. I liked it, dude. I liked... So, other than Rape Teenagers, I think they brought some good shit to the table. Now, as far as the shit you gave me... You gave me the record, which was one in your top records for twenty twenty two. Cannon's Fever Dream. I really, really liked it. Nice. It was really fucking good. It's good. It as sounds fuck, right? like the more subdued Cardigan songs, only with a little more of a shoegaze element to it. 
like not like the real overly poppy cardigan songs and stuff like that. The more dialed back, kind of like the more depressing cardigan songs, which is weird because they don't have many. I yeah, it's just the vocals were great. All the production was great. Music was great. Vocals I, the best part of the band, I think. Uh, I gave that shit a solid eight out of ten. Dope. I will listen to that more often, and I will try to hunt down other records by them. They only have one more, just an EP from uh, 2019. Where are they from? I think uh, California or some okay, shit. Okay, okay. They're American. Now, I got to disappoint you on the comedy special that you mm-hmm. gave me. Now, it's not... You gave me Paul Mooney, Jesus is Black. Now, I like Paul Mooney. He's funny. The problem was I could not find a copy of the record with good audio. Really? Like, on you, like I was finding it on YouTube. That's where I found it. I thought yeah. I found a professional copy of it. Every single version I found, every time the, an applause happens, it drowns him out. Uh, so it's mixed like shit. It's that mixed sucks. horribly. Like, it looks fine for, like, a, an older special. I mean, cameras back then were fucking sick. Yeah, but the, the, the audio, it was hard to fucking... Like, he, like, the parts I caught were funny, but he kept getting drowned out by his own crowd. That stinks. And, but what I did stumble into by, just by watching that, and you know how they have to give the recommendations on YouTube underneath of it. Yeah. One of them was an interview he was given, uh, it was one of those, like, it might have been the Breakfast Club radio show mm-hmm. or one of those shows or like uh, that dude Sway show or something like that. But he's talking about how he used to be a writer for Richard Pryor. Yes, he did. And he's telling was. them a story about how Richard Pryor banged out Barbara Walters <laughs> after he did a... Um, That's sick. He did like a... What's that? She Rest did, in power, Barb. Yeah. She did... What's that? 2020 was hers? 2020 was her, yeah. She did I think so. 2020. He did uh, an appearance on 2020... And apparently she was just like fucking eyeball fucking him the entire time. And he ends up Fuck yeah. he ends up cracking her back out, dude. Really? And fucking took her down. And then after he talks about prior fucked her, he says later like on, like a like couple years after, she had Minister Louis Farrakhan on 2020 and was giving him the same eyes as she was giving Richard Pryor. So he says he wouldn't doubt if Barbara Walters tried to fuck Farrakhan, too. Uh, it sounds like old Babs had a type. So, yeah. Powerful. She liked fucking mule, she liked mule dick dudes, dude. <laughs> so, you know what, dude? If, if you're going to go for dicks, you might as well go for the bigger ones, dude. I mean, they were tall Black drinks of dudes, water, too. Tom Alderson. <laughs> donkeys. So, yeah. I just fucking... So, I looked... Found like a bunch of interviews with Paul Mooney was telling like Richard Pryor stories and old comedy stories and they're fucking great. They're some of the best so, stories. So while for I sure. didn't get a, a, a good quality version of that special, watching the interviews he would give with other people was fucking hilarious. Did you enjoy the jokes that did come through? I only made it about thirty minutes before I gave up. Same. The ones I did hear, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. They were funny, but most of them I couldn't. You physically couldn't hear it, so... Yeah, because as soon as, like, the joke... He would hit the Understood. punch, it would just, like... Ah! You know, and it just drowned it out. So I just couldn't fucking follow through on it, dude. Mm-hmm. But... What about what I gave to you? I was given... Because we're, we were short on comedy last week, I got two records from you. I'll start with the one I liked le- uh, less. Oh, I bet I know which one it is. I bet you do. 
and I bet you like it a whole lot. I do. I like both of them a whole lot, so. Bloodlet. The Seraphim Fall. Oh, that's not the one I was expecting. That's shocking to me. The album cover I was thinking of last week was yeah. Entheogen. Uh, all their album covers are pretty terrible. I mean, it was it was Isn't also... Isn't Entheogen the one that has like an amiibo on it or some shit or some sea creature? It's like Mortal Kombat looking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just like this one. It was a different time, man. <laughs> uh, my first note. Why the fuck is this album 11 songs, 78 minutes long? Because it's sick. First song rules. <clears throat> the opposite of what I need is acoustic intros. Uh, song ended up boring as shit. Third song was cool. I definitely need inter or I definitely need interludes of people. So this is uh, I know what you're talking about. Driving right. in a car and talking even less than I need acoustic yeah. intros with like the out of tune like guitar in the background of it. And then yeah. it, and then the beat kicks in. I hope yeah. I never hear that again in my life. That song fucking rules. It's not a song. The song after it is like it's the same thing. My next note: shoot the pigs made things all better. It's the same riff in the in the talking part in the beginning. I noticed. Yeah, that song fucking rules. The interlude, I didn't need. Yeah, okay. I don't That's need fair. it. Um, into seven hours of angel food didn't a... stay good. Uh, the song the Seraphim should have been three songs, so I could skip one of them. <laughs> <laughs> some of the song was fucking cool as shit. Yeah, and some of it was really boring. And if I um. If I had to, if if I saw this band live and I wasn't familiar with their material, I'd be like dying. You'd be bored to tears, and that's understandable because when I first started seeing them in the '90s, they'd be put on bills with like high energy hardcore bands, right? Oh, like one man. of the. I remember. One, speed I remember one time they were sandwiched between Hatebreed and Twenty Five to Life. Fuck, right? that's not fair. So you go from those two high energy bands, you know. And then the middle is just Bloodlet, who I fucking love. Don't get me wrong. Don't also don't get this as a as a criticism like too bad. Like it was musically pretty awesome. They're fucking great musicians. But man, they got. But yeah, but so songs. they would just put on a sh- on. They were always on the wrong shows when I saw them. If because they were pretty much done when like the whole Hydrahead record shit started up. Mm-hmm. If they were still around, it was on shows like those the early bands like that, like Ice Sisters or something like that. I think they would have been fucking doing great. Yeah, but you, you can't compete with they, bands like that. I mean, they were one of the like the first couple victory bands. Well, mm-hmm. that was, and it's like even compared to all the other peers on victory, it's like yeah. The record I was thinking of, Entheogen, is a victory record. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Seraphim Ball was their last one on victory. So I gave it a five and a half out of ten. Oh, I fucking love that record so much. But I gave it I gave it two solid listens to try yeah, and develop fair. an opinion. You fan of Blood Let There Fill? That's the black cover, green writing. Yes. That's the one. I own that record. It never really had much staying power with me. That's the one I was assigned. That's my yep. favorite one. The one that looks like it should be Reptiles artwork. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. The one after it is actually, I, I don't care for because it because they start just throwing in clean singing <laughs> and shit. Was it uh, Three Human Nights in the Cypress and shit? I want that even less than acoustic interludes. I fucking don't need acoustic guitar and hardcore song, songs. The song after that. So good, it is. So my next assignment was Brothers Keeper, self fulfilling prophecy EP. Uh, and I don't 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 worry. Uh, I definitely um, uh, knocked loose times five vocals aside. I was actually really able to enjoy it, 
And I could see why it's kind of repellent to some people. Yeah. But his voice, like, I dug it. I love that, it. In that setting. I love it. That it works great. for what it's in. Yeah. Perfectly. Uh, when he does the sort of pitch down thing with like a phrase, yeah, I'd even say that sounds good. Maybe better than the high register that he kind of lives the, in. The records after that, that's the style he went with mainly. Was that kind of almost talked? I believe spoken that. type thing in there. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a little deedly deedly. De- it was in the '90s. Deedle doodly, but yeah. not to an offensive degree. Yeah, uh, not to the snapcase degree where it's like, like okay. Deedle Deedle Hardcore. Yeah. That's where that comes from, I think. Still very good and hard. Went great in the gym. Classic 90s drum sound in that yeah. it sounds really good. High-pitched snare, but not a piccolo. Yeah. So, just yeah. right. Very digestible as an EP. I gave yeah. it a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. Are you a fan of the Brothers Keeper? Never listened. You could probably start with this EP and you'd probably be okay with it if you're okay with high-pitched vocals. Really high-pitched vocals. But it's very apropos with the music. It's not, like, distracting, as weird as that sounds. Well, I would explain it to him when I assigned it, both bands to him, is that in the 90s, like, Blood and Brothers Keeper, there was, there was two camps and it was never any different. Either you fucking loved them, mm-hmm. thought they were the greatest, or you fucking despised them. There was never middle ground with either of those bands, and that's so. If you if you were into it, you're like, "Yo, this is my ship." If not, you're like, "Get this the fuck away from me." Brothers Keeper walked so Knock Loose could run. Only thing I, I find think. similar with them and Knock Loose is just the vocal style. You think that's it? Yeah, yeah. They're totally yeah. musically, they're totally musically different. totally different. They have way more groove to them. Yeah, way more like you know, like the more swingy bass. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Drum yeah. sounds and shit like that. Yeah, Brothers Keeper's the fucking shit. Yeah. Like, Knocked loose the snooze fest musically. They're just, they're, I mean, God bless them, but they're just like f- slow fight Boring. riffs. I mean, like, you know, I'll give them fucking it's credit fight, for that they were putting work in. Oh yeah. my God. Unlike yeah. other bands that just play fests and only fests and, you know, somehow still get big. That band was still constantly on tour. Which, Brothers you know, Keeper is? No, a knock loose. Oh. So I'm like, that's cool, but musically. They're, no, you can not keep for it. me. You nah. can keep it. I I don't fuck with. I can't fuck with anything that's got like seven string guitar. Sound. Secret time. It's great that they uh, headline a lot of shows so that I can leave. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. fucking sick how many bands they've brought on tour. Yeah. What they yeah, what they do in bringing like younger bands on like once they got big they put instead of like on instead of dick riding the bands above them Mm-mm. they just reach down and pull the. Young, other bands up I, I do respect bands who do that's kind of cool I it's do respect sick. bands who do that but musically yeah now I'll see you at the, I'll see you at the food me. court this is just it sounds like new metal to me yeah it's not it has no staying power with me yeah. at this point in my life so you want to assign each other some homework and I brought up to Phil I gave him the the gist of homework do you have any uh... and what we'll do is if you recommend want to recommend like I said you can't use your friend's you can't do your friends' bands or anything like that. Is there one like one or two records or however many records of shit you've heard recently, doesn't matter what year it came out or anything like that, that just was like years like, yo, this record, you know, knocked your dick in half. Do you have anything for me and Tom? I do. And then we'll talk about it uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be from, yeah. Doesn't Genre matter. doesn't matter. How recent doesn't matter. Yeah. So we're going to do new and old um is this, for, this. is this for one of us or both of us? It's just for both. I only got okay. two. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, 
The record is called Extirpated Mortal Process by a band called Stabbing. They're from Texas. Ah, oh, Stabbing fucking rules, dude. I heard that record this year. It knocked my fucking block off. How Best good is that Best Brutal vocalist? Death Metal I've heard in a very long time. Like, it's... I feel like brutal death metal bands are all becoming so computerized and overproduced, mm. but they got that dirty, like unique yeah. leader sound down perfect. Yeah, and it was. I mean, you actually differentiate what the drummer's doing. It's not just yeah. sound like a computer. I'm yeah. excited no. to listen to this. It's banging. Um, and as far as old, this is probably not what you're going to be expecting, but I've been really into a record called Sundown by a band called Rank and File from the '80s. All right, Rank. You're probably going to hate it. I'm calling it now. Can't. I, Not true. Now I even more can't wait. <laughs> What's it called? Sundown? Sundown, yeah. What's you ever, the gist? You ever, heard, you ever seen the movie To Live and Die in L.A.? No. Once, around the time it came out, and I don't remember much about it. Mm. Well, there are one of their songs in the movie, and I did some digging. Like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, and it happens to me a lot. I, yeah. Slash Records put it out in, like, 1981, and they oh, kind of just faded away. Hmm. But, um, yeah. I've heard the name. Like, what type of before? music is it? It's kind of, uh, it's kind of country, but it's hmm. a punk band playing it. You ever heard the term cow punk before? Like yeah, the yeah, meat yeah, puppets? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine what they were doing except decent musicians and a little more country. Okay. Fuck, I'll check that shit out. I loved it. I'm not scared yet. I love, out. I used to love that. Sound, movie soundtracks used to be yes so cool it was a gateway like video games it's like uh, you know when you when you first got in my first got into like hardcore punk and shit like that you found out about new bands two ways shows going to shows and, and seeing them and compilation right. records oh. before you, I got in to hardcore and stuff like that the way I found out about new bands was movie soundtracks like you found some of the best shit from video, just movie soundtracks video games absolutely yeah, well, I don't, video games I never really, but I remember I was old when it came out. The uh, one of the Tony Hawks came out, dude. It's shaped, it had, shaped like, who I am. And it had Unsane on it. I was like, yep. yo, Unsane's on a video game soundtrack. Fuck yeah, dude. That's the first time I heard Unsane. Well, is it? Same. Yep. Yeah, I went and bought that he record because of like that. Unsane. I didn't I, say I didn't. I gave like it to him. He didn't like it, dude. I didn't give it a number rating, but it was okay. That's committed, right? I, I don't think it was. I think it was. that's the one it was. It was definitely one off of um, Scattered. Mother to cover and whatever. That's mm-hmm. where I recognized it from. Yeah. I think. I think that I think was on. Was. No, it was off Occupational Hazard. It was okay. committed for sure. Okay. Because mm, okay. I, I remember I, I bought that CD right after, and I love that band. Yeah, I fucking love that band too. <laughs> the first time I saw them was uh, 120 minutes on MTV. I don't know if you remember that show. Nah, before my time. Well, there used to be two shows that were on late night MTV. You had Headbangers Ball. I did. I did have that. And then you had 120 minutes, which was college people music, you know, like, and then it, what the hell, they turned it into Alternative Nation is what they renamed it when grunge hit. Okay. They kind of renamed it. That's right before. But I used to always love the bands that you would see on both Headbangers Ball and 120 minutes. That's how I found Helmet. That's awesome. from that. There was the video for In the Meantime, and I was just like, (laughs) But yeah, movie soundtracks used to be the shit. That's the thing. Like, I'm a big movie nerd, and especially when it comes to 80s action. Yeah. So, like, those movies are always, they always tickle my fancy when it comes to, like, weird music from the 80s and 70s. So, I'll be, like, watching a scene, and I'll hear something in the background. And be like, what song is this? 
and then yeah, go check it out. Yeah, that's one of the greatest things about imdb.com. Yeah. It's like you can just look out like all the songs and you just figure out which one it was. Yeah, I think the last time I did, it, I was watching this really shitty movie. I don't remember what the fuck it was called. Do I? It had Tobey Maguire in it, and it was in black and white. Um, Pleasantville. Yes, and it had some ba- someone covering a Beatles song. Ugh. I know, but. It, the cover was fucking sick. And I was like, All right. I recognize this voice. It was a female singer. I was like, I know, who the fuck is I know this? And I went and looked at my IMDb. It was, ended up being Fiona Apple. Go figure. And sense. I always like pawned her off. I was like, that ah, is fucking dork shit. I'm not listening to that. Fucking Lilith there. And then after I heard that cover, I fell into the rabbit hole of Fiona Apple. And now I fucking love Fiona Apple. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But yeah, fucking movie soundtracks used to be the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not even get started on shit like the Judgment Night soundtrack. I love that soundtrack. The fucking Crow soundtrack. Yeah. You know the song that The Cure did for that soundtrack? They don't remember writing because they were so high on meth. It's fucking sweet. They have no recollection of creating that song or recording it. One of my favorite movie soundtracks. <laughs> it's probably the, the best. Johnny Cure Mnemonic song. soundtrack. I love that it's fucking soundtrack and movie. The best Rollins Band songs on there. Yep. One of the best Helmet songs is on there. Yep. And it, because remember, movie soundtracks used to have exclusive tracks, yes, too. Yes, they did. That shit. I remember, this is my fucking nerd out love of Helmet. There was a movie out, it was with Keanu Reeves and Vincent D'Onofrio called Feeling Minnesota. It was kind of like a art house type movie, but it has the best Helmet song on the soundtrack. It's my favorite Helmet song of all time. And I didn't know anything about it until I was watching the movie just because I would watch anything that came across, I came across. And I was like, that's Helmet. I don't know that fucking song, and I end up having to go to like multiple FYEs to find the soundtrack, and they finally found it. I was like, yeah. nothing else on it's good. <laughs> Sometimes the fucking soundtrack's better than the goddamn movie. I'm looking California. I mean, look at fucking The Crow. I mean, sorry, that movie does not hold up. It's not great. <laughs> the Crow 2 was never good, but that soundtrack had some good shit on it. I don't acknowledge The Crow 2. It's a good songs on the soundtrack, though, man. Okay. Judgment Night was not a good movie. I disagree. I think that movie's awesome. Oh, take out Dennis Leary. Is the movie good? Dennis Leary was great in the movie, and I think everyone else was too. I think, yeah, but he... It was a great... It was a fun action movie. Cuba Gooding was a little bitch in that fucking movie. Speaking of Helmet on soundtracks, where the rest of the soundtrack kind of honked, you ever heard them in the Jerky Boys, Symptom of the Universe? Yeah, the Symptom of the Universe cover. Awesome cover. Also, the one House of Pain song I like was on the Jerky Boys soundtrack. And what are some of us? Oh, there's a really good Super Chunk song on the Jerky Boy soundtrack. And I'm sorry, that movie's also awesome. Helmet's even in the movie. That is a now sweet here's movie. A, a really unpopular take. Speaking of Helmet and I, my love of the band, on the Judgment Night soundtrack, their song was one of the weakest ones on there. My reasoning is this: If you listen to, could you ever know about the Judgment Night soundtrack? I don't even know the movie. It was a it was a, a forgettable action movie that came out well, like. Mid-90s? 93 or 94. Yeah. With a rap rock mashup soundtrack. Yeah, they would take, like, popular, like, rappers of the day and mash them up with, like, a rock band from the day, from around there. So the like, songs were straight up mashups. Yes. Ugh. And, like, one of them was Ice-T and Slayer. And Biohazard and Onyx. Biohazard and Onyx. <laughs> and the thing is, like, all of the bands on it, you could tell, like, got together in a room or at least traded tapes back and forth of what they were going to do with the songs. Like, all right, this is the song we're going to play, and then you can rap over this, or, you know, vice versa. They actually collaborated. The Helmet 
they teamed up with House of Pain on their song. It was the song Just Another Victim. It just sounds like a helmet song, and then it stops and becomes a House of Pain song. It really does. It, it just does sounds like two together. songs taped together. Mm-hmm. Whereas okay. all the other songs on the soundtrack are like where they the, the bands put in work. Yeah. I think the best song on that fucking soundtrack is Faith No More and the Booyah Tribe. That's a great song. Such a good fucking song. Dude. Okay. Oh, you gotta listen to the... Fu- yeah, write that shit down for you. You gotta listen to the Judgment Night soundtrack. I'll, I'll you do probably it as, haven't heard of half the bands because they were... I'll all do it as extra fun. credit. Dude, but it's fucking... That's a fun listen. Oh, uh, dude, the Onyx Biohazard song is great. That, they worked well together. It made sense, though. They also you know? really lived in the same neighborhood, yeah. so it kind of helps. Is it Night with an N or a K? N. Okay. All right. If you feel like watching the movie, go for it, but... We'll see. I feel cheery. But yeah, it's got it's got some great shit on there. What is it? Sir Mix-a-Lot and Mud Honey on there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Dinosaur Jr. and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Nice. What is it? Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. Yeah, that shit, I forgot about that one. That dope as shit, too. That song was good. There's a lot of cool stuff. And uh, the fucking um, Ice-T Slayer song is just three exploited songs. They covered three exploited songs and just mushed them all together, like back to back to back. So it just, it's pretty fucking gnarly. It's like an exploited highlight reel. Yeah, played by Slayer and Ice-T. Yeah. It's pretty dope. That's so. cool. Okay. I'm in for that. So I'll do it as extra credit. We'll get into that. Um, Do you have anything? Well, obviously, you want to plug your new record. You can unplug it. I thought we already plugged it. I thought it's considered plugged. Um, I heard you have a show coming up this weekend. Yeah, next Friday, South Jersey, in a town called Elmer with Sunburster. No, next weekend. This weekend. This will come out next week. Will come out next week. What's the date? What's the date of the show? Yeah, you're right. January twentieth. January twentieth. This Friday, (laughs) January twentieth, in Elmer, New Jersey. Our show with friends, uh, former guests of the show, Sunburster. Yeah. In Elmer, yeah. New Jersey. Where the fuck is Elmer, New Jersey? The middle of nowhere. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the address is Grange. It's it's at Grange Twenty Nine, Five Thirty Five Daretown Road, Elmer, New Jersey. Paralysis, Morbid Cross, Sunburster, and who? Paralysis. Paralysis. That's how you say that. It's paralysis. 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 And you give me shit for fucking up adrenochrome? Paralysis. <laughs> Jesus Christ, paralysis. Anybody oh. seen my wife? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I need to go to Greenville to go home. So, do you have, is there, since I told you in the homework studio you can't hype up any of your friends' bands, but is there any of your friends' bands you want to hype up? My favorite band by someone, I or record by someone I know this year is probably Tyra Sal's record. Yes. It's really oh, fucking it, good. It was on his top three. <laughs> it was the one right under yours on the exactly. top three. That was really good. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. At Terracell Noise. Yeah, they watched the show too. Shout out to my boy Atreyu and Joey. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Well done. And check nice. out their other, they have a death metal, uh, Atreyu uh, has a death metal band called Crucial Rip. You should check them out as well. Yeah, Crucial Rip's sick as well. Yeah. Now, what do you got for me homework wise? Oh, that's right. Well, it's another, there's nothing, comedy wise, I've hit a dry spell. Dang, that's sad. But, but according to what's coming out, we got a lot of shit coming out. Uh, in soon. fact, yep, yes we do. So I got two records for you. The first one is a short one. It's actually a demo. It's by a band called Caustic Wound. I know the name. That band rips, dude. Right? They, they pop up on my daily mixes. Um, And it's the demo tape is called Grinding Terror. Is that the white one? 
Yes, they only well, have two that are white. So uh, okay, one of them I've listened to. And the other one's called uh, Death Posture. Oh. That but, full length is insane. Yeah, but yeah. I like that the tape so much. Like I fucking love that tape. If it's what I think it is, I might be familiar with it. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, but yeah, it's just fucking balls heavy and super fast and just good. Mm-hmm. Um, the other record it has a little on the softer side, but still a bit noisy. It's by a band called Helms Ali. H e l m s. A-L-E-E. It's a nautical term. And the album is called Weatherhead. All right. And this is a Seattle band. Uh, it's just more like noisy, like like heavy rock shit. So it's, cool. it's got a lot of softer stuff to it, too. Uh, dual vocals, male-female stuff. It's just really good stuff. Is Helms Ali one or two words? It's two words. Helms okay. and Ali. It's All some right. fucking Whatever. boat shit. Swashbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> Yo-ho, indeed. What do you got All for right. moi? So, let's see, where did he go? Uh, your music assignment, this is this goes for both of you if you haven't heard of this. It's a death metal record by a band called Superstition. Hmm. The album is, the. it's the only full length they have. It's the Anatomy of Unholy Transformation. I love death metal bands because they have really short album titles. <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw Tomb Mold at Kung Fu Necktie. I'm sorry, Anatomy of Unholy. Transformation. Transformation. When I saw uh. when I saw Tomb Mold, this band was on that tour with them. And they blew my fucking head apart. And I've been a fan. Literally? Of, I've been a, yeah, I've been a fan oh, ever fuck. since. How'd you get it back together? They're looking so good. Scanner style, yeah. Yeah, sweet. I will definitely check that shit out. Record rules. And then... Your uh, comedy assignment, you you use a Roku, right? I do. Your comedy assignment is my favorite comedy release I've seen in a lo- movie. I've seen in a oh, long it's a movie. time. Oh, we're breaking out of tradition. We're going for a movie. It's fucking... If it's not Head of State, I'm fighting you. It's the Weird Al movie. UHF? No. His, 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 his biopic. I really like that. Did What's, you see it? Yeah, what, Does it have a title a or... Uh, I think it's just called Weird Al. Oh, fuck. Wait, is it just called Weird? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's called the Weird, like Weird Al something. Yeah, it's Weird, the Al Yankovic That's story. That's the one. Real creative on the title. Not as cool as UHF, one of my favorites. It's fucking but fantastic. UHF's though. amazing, but it's awesome. It's the funniest movie I've seen in a long fucking time. What's it streaming on? Roku. The Roku channel? Yes. Free on okay. the Roku channel. Okay. Sick. All right. UH, you ever see UHF? Not in a long time. Oh, dude. Got to revisit it. Not only are turtles nature's slowest animal, they're also nature's suction cup. <laughs> Pop! Ah, <laughs> uh, such a good I had a few different people ask me why I put the location on my last Instagram post as Spatula City. Fuck! Yes! <laughs> Fuck yes! Well done. Oh, God. A pre N word Michael Richards as Stanley. Stanley Spadowski. That, that's my mop. I brought it from home. Like, ah, oh, fuck. What a ridiculous movie. I could watch it over and over and over again. There's definitely some parts in it that you couldn't get away with. Making today. Poodles Fly. Making Poodles Fly and the mystery boxing. The whole 
Asian stereotype. Oh, the wheel of fish, yeah. <laughs> you probably couldn't do that today. Well, if you're a fan of Weird Al, you I should am. be a fan of that He's movie. He's a fucking fantastic human being. If you if you get Weird Al, you'll get that movie. If you, you just gotta get it, man. You just gotta wrap yeah, your head around right, Al and what he does, bro. Yeah, great so, dead. Phil, thank you for coming down, man. Yeah, thanks uh, for having everybody, me. Everybody, ground habitual self abuse on Hibernation Records. Hibernation release. Hibernation yeah. Records. There, you don't. It's one of the best records I heard last year. Only got beat up on Napalm Death, and that's saying something, dude. And you'll probably end up playing with Napalm Death before I do too. You fucking sucker. I fucking wish. I give it a year. <laughs> I bet you will. Yeah, of course you will. So. Everybody, go check out that record, and we will see you next week. Tom, hit that fucking intro music. Mm-hmm.